hey man, uh, who are these chuds out here making a movie? Dude, I'm just out here trying to see some baby toes. <laughs> you mean Babyface, the R&B singer? Nah, the fucking masked singer, dude. Great, now I just want to watch Waiting to Exhale. We watched Dick Tracy. Oh shit! Here comes the spooky! Hey guys, uh, welcome back, and I want you to be introduced to my favorite uh, stripper with daddy issues, Cincinnati Jeff! What's going on all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back, this is episode 34. Today we're going to talk about Godzilla vs. Kong, Resident Evil Village, and maybe list of horror movies that need proper, uncut releases. So sit back, relax, double tie that buddy to a chair with barbed wire, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, nachos? Uh, oh, the fuck is everybody doing? I'm doing, doing good. Yeah, you are. You are. Uh, so here comes the spooky is back, as you understood from the fucking intro, because you're already listening to the show. Got him. Today, we are on episode 34. We're going to talk the Hills Run Red. Uh, we've also got our very special guest, Dogmaster Dan, in the fucking CNC Far Factory with us. Hey, guys, I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> Tina Rex? <laughs> So uh, it's a couple weeks into the new year now. How's everybody? How's everybody uh, recovering from those holiday season? Still drunk. Yeah, got stood up for a date. Awesome. She- it's my mom's birthday. Side note, totally unrelated scenario. Happy birthday, JJ and Matt Lillard. Double happy birthday to Matt Lillard. Scream. Two birthdays. Scream. Wing Commander. <laughs> wow, that's some deep ass cuts there, my dude. <laughs> Dude, I like Wing Commander. It's the fucking not a great movie, but I like it. Yo, fucking isn't Gina what, what the, you know the fucking old girl from Mandalorian? Isn't she in like the third game, or am I thinking somebody else? Mark Hamill's in those games. He's a treasure. Like a bunch of them. Okay, well, I don't think it was Mark Hamill in a wig. It was Dorothy Hamill. God damn it! <laughs> it was Dorothy fucking Hamill. I knew it. <laughs> All right, well, before we get started, we've got a couple of uh, talking points here. Uh, so, Nachos, I'll go ahead and let you take the first one there. I think you got something to say about a, um, a Psycho Gorman, right? Do you guys know about Psycho Gorman, our wonderful listeners? And... I, I don't, so fill me in. All right, so Psycho Gorman, so Steve something or other. Yeah, that really helps. This cat did The Void. Uh, did We've seen The Void, right? Yeah. Super low budget. Those effects... Uh, Lovecraftian as fuck. So, anyway, Psycho Gorman, supposed to come out last year, but thanks, COVID. Anyway, so, um, it's pretty much Power Rangers, or, like, Ryder Kamen, or whatever the fuck, on crack. And I don't want to get too much into it, but ultraviolence, like, in kids, this little girl finds a demon, intergalactic space demon. I don't know. It looks fucking insane. So, I have seen the trailer... Uh, I was being facetious. And then the poster looks just tits, man. It kind of looks like Scream Factor when they get a hold of, like, uh, you know, those... Uh, when they do the alternate artwork for, like, the uh, um, John oh, Carpenter flicks. So, like, uh, the sleeve, slip sleeves. Yeah. Sleevey And they just put, like, tons of shit in the background, like, when they did They Live and The Thing and all that stuff. Like, it's just fantastic looking. And that's what this reminds me of. I don't know who does those if it's the same guy 
or what, but like, I don't know, maybe it's a group of people, but they obviously give him like, you know, like he's, here's the idea that we're going for fucking cram everybody on there. And this is exactly what that looks like. Basically like a star Wars poster. <laughs> they did an amazing cover of detective peanut chew, penis chew. Yeah. It's a porno parody. It's big budget. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> if we could go one fucking episode without talking about porno parodies, I would fucking shit. I got a great porno parody about this dead dog. You I rat saw. bastard! <laughs> it's called Fucking Back to Life. It's the reanimator story. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, today, Godzilla versus Kong. Fuck. The fucking yes, trailer. Like dude. the first official trailer. Not that sneak peek shit. The trailer actually just dropped. I was watching it. I paused it. I had to look down at my fucking arms. I straight up had goosebumps. My nipples were hard. This is not a joke. I was not sexually aroused at the sight of a giant monkey fighting a big lizard. However, I got a little bit of a chubby when I saw the two of them duking it out in the middle of the ocean on the back of a fucking aircraft carrier. Right. The U.S. flag or whatever the shit. (laughs) Where's the G.I. Joe? They're like, nope, fuck this. (laughs) I don't want to get thrown to the ocean. (laughs) Dude, it was awesome. I watched it several times uh, and was trying to sort of like ascertain information about maybe some like Easter eggs in there. The one thing that obviously I picked up was they're already clearly alluding to what I think is going to happen. They're like something stirring up Godzilla and got him all pissed off because in this he's kind of the guardian of Earth. And it's just me pouring four loco into the ocean. They're like, What's come and get it, pussy. <laughs> Twist loco gold, baby. Twisted T. Nothing hits harder than a twisted T. That's true, though. That's how fucking Kong wins. Picks up a twisted, twisted T-truck and just fucking hits him with it. If that's not in there, then fucking somebody at Legendary Pictures is fucking up. All right, let's 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 just say it now. Let's play Spets. Who do you think the villain's going to be? Oh, uh, it's uh, Mecha uh, Ghidorah. I'm thinking Mecha Godzilla because they took that severed head at the end. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen a movie. Uh, yeah, have you seen out. King of the Monsters? No, but they took the, they took the head of uh, Ghidorah. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I believe is going to happen is obviously they're fucking running experiments, bringing it back to life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, since it can regenerate, they're going to fucking bring the bring the cells kind of back to life like Shock and I back want and, that more than anything. King of the really my dude. That's going to happen. That's what I really think. That's what's going to fucking Godzilla, 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 all stirred up and fucking, like, him and Kong are going to fight, and then they got to fucking team up, obviously. And... For to fight a bigger evil, because, yeah. you know, that shit's going to work. And then I'm hoping at the end we get, like, the larva of Mothra, of larva. Mothra larva, like, in there. Maybe I... even, like, an evil Batra. I want to see some slutty lingerie, and I want to see fucking Kong and Godzilla have a panties and bra match. <laughs> I want it. The like, fans want it. Have you ever seen that uh, uh, Jack... Uh, Jack Briscoe or Jerry Briscoe, Pat Patterson, bra and panties match. Um, Will this awaken something in me? Uh, so it was. This was back in like the late aughts, right? Maybe before two thousand ten. I want to say. Okay. I could. I don't know. Anyway, it's one of the pay per views, and uh, it was for the tag team title, and it was Pat Patterson and Jerry Briscoe Fucking in say an that three evening times gown bra and panties match. Uh, where they had to fucking rip their evening gowns off each other and get each one of them down to their bra and panties, whoever fucking got down first lost. Uh, and they're in their 70s doing this, by the way. Holy and, shit. And uh, <laughs> it, that's too much, man. It is great, dude. It is fucking fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say fantastic. It's, proper it's definitely worth, uh, you know, checking it out with your peepers, putting your eyes to it just for fucking, just for once, be like, yeah, I saw that. 
Good, bad, whatever. You've seen it. It's worth it. Trust me. What's the follow-up from here? How do we fucking top that? Uh, Old ra- men in fucking ladies' clothing? <laughs> a giant radioactive lizard or a mutated gorilla? Oh, let's, see, let's see where this fucking Guys, goes. Guys, we've, uh, we've peaked. Let's shut it down. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Stay spooky! <laughs> uh, up next, Resident Evil 8 or RE Village. What is going on with that franchise anymore? I don't know. Um, uh, so they, they obviously the trailer dropped uh, two weeks ago, maybe, uh, and they have a playable demo out now. Oh, which very much like Resident Evil Seven, it's not part of the game. It's just sort of like a hey, we kind of slapped this together sort of thing. You're in like a house. Okay, uh, that's where the giant women are at that you that you've seen. It's and a big old bitch. That's a huge bitch. It's like werewolves and shit in there. No so, zombies, I don't fucking know, Capcom. Do you re- know what you're doing anymore, Capcom? Resident Evil 8 brings back Ethan Winters from Resident Evil 7 as the main character. It is a first-person game, just like Resident Evil 7. Uh, and Ethan is apparently chasing down Chris Redfield, who showed up at the end of Resident Evil 7 and is featured in the DLC, DLC that you can, I think you can get it for free. I think it, it's for called free. Uh, Pretty Boys in Lingerie, I think. And so, after the events of the previous game, um, apparently Chris got up to no good Uh-oh. and did some shit. And it's like, okay, we've already kind of fucking seen this with the evil Ada. Did he beat up all the boulders? So, and I just yeah. lost it? <laughs> he hit rock bottom? <laughs> oh! Just went to New Mexico and just fucking beating up fucking all the rocks out there in the desert. Just gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, so, as Ethan closes in on Chris, he finds himself in a village, and uh, apparently that's where the game starts. Oh my god. It's actually, uh, it's homage to Futurama. I know, I know, I know, I know. What? Isn't that what the fucking priests do and the monks in part four? Yeah, fuck that panic inducing shit. No, it's uh they're the Amazonian chicks from Futurama and instead of Death beating by Snoo Snoo. Instead of beating up boulders, you gotta beat up their clits, and that's how you get Snoo Snoo. <laughs> Boom, there we go. Did your job for you, Capcom. Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak and spongy. <laughs> Kip, I suffer from a very sexy learning disability. What's it called? Sexlexia. <laughs> the most erotic part of a woman. Her boobies. <laughs> all right, moving on, because I'll be on that shit all fucking yeah. day. All right, so last up, so as I was going through um, the notes for the movie, something came up where uh, The Hills Run Red got a Scream Factory Blu-ray release, which we kind of talk about a little later. One of the things that it did not get was a proper uncut release. So there is cut footage in the film, quite a bit of it apparently, and um, Scream Factory tried to get a hold of it, okay, much as they usually try to do, and they were unsuccessful. So this is the, it's still the standard version that we got in theater and the one that's on the DVD. Right. Still great, rated R, um, but it is not uncut. So what I did here is I list, I made a list of horror movies because there wasn't really one on the internet, which I was surprised about, All that right. needed that need a proper uncut release. Oh, okay, I'm okay. down. Yeah. Um. So, um. Uh, first up, Event Horizon. Fuck yes. I I I mean we yeah. talked about it on the Project Metal Beast DNA Overload. Uh, I will go to fucking Spain and I will suck I'm somebody's dick I'm going to get off. a DNA Overload if they do it. And I know that Cream Factory is holding off on releasing the Blu-ray of Event Horizon. I respect Because they are though. trying to find the uncut footage. Because it apparently exists, but nobody knows where it is. As with most of these fucking things, they just got like mislabeled and put somewhere. Or like they destroy it. I don't get why they fucking destroy I, it. I got it. We have to go 
on the event horizon to puncture the fucking space-time continuum to get those deleted scenes. <laughs> it's possible, Because yeah. where we're going, we don't need eyes. This I'm is... not reading that shit burial, Sam Neil. Fuck. I didn't feel like writing all these down as, like, separate ones. So, Friday the 13th, part 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. You got it. You got it, dude. <laughs> right? So, we got a little bit of the uncut footage from part 2. Audio, no. But it's like a work print of the effects. Special right. effects version. that We, right. got, we watched it. Um, uh, on uh, Nightmare or, or on Friday the Thirteenth last it. year, yeah, that's right. Uh, and that's really cool. So you see, like, um, you see Alice's death, like in greater detail. But there's no sound, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But it's still great to see because nobody thought that this shit still existed. So I have hope. And then you, of course, you, you know what? You already own this fucking soundtrack. You know, just bring some Foley artists in and some people that sound enough. Like I'm Adrian King, right? That's spot on, right? You thought she was in the room. Yeah. Like how much? Like, do I need Mark to make sound effects? Like what? Like what? Are you just wheels greasing? Whatever the sound of a wheelchair going backwards down the stairs is, just do that. Me. <laughs> That's the sound of that. Just kidding, listen. Right, part three, we've seen the production stills. Oh, uh, that alternate ending. Yeah. Yeah, where we get to see Stan Winston, Jason Voorhees. And he opens up, she opens up the door right. and head lobbed off. That's right. We have seen part four. That's out there. You even have it on the Blu-rays. That's it's just so not cut in. That's fucking stupid. I don't get it. Like, does it not match up to the sound code? Because I... <sighs> yeah, they're there. They exist. You can watch them in full, like, 1080p. They look fantastic. Tad, uh, where's the fancy corkscrew? Tad. Uh, no, I mean, like, for real, dude. You get people that edit... Topher Grace, fucking Eddie Brock Jr. did it, where he took all three of the prequel movies and, like, edited them together in, like, one flawless movie, and you can't get some schlub out there, fucking red shirt to do that. Whatever. I like how when anyone says prequels, they know exactly what, like, other people know exactly what you're talking about if they're in the know. It's like, oh, prequels, like, what prequels? Like, the the Hobbits? It's like, nah, man. Nah, fucking nah, nah, Star Wars. Now look you here. <laughs> uh, then, of course, uh, five, you know, my Danny Steinman. I know that shit's out there. Uh, may, I, maybe I don't need the uncut sex scene so Yeah, much. it's just called Watch Any Other Danny Steinman Movie. Yeah, I mean, I have the internet for porn, so just the kills. Obviously, six got butchered pretty good. Not, not six actually didn't get cut too bad. I thought six did get a lot. It, I mean, the scenes are there. Um, I think... The primarily the big one is the uh, ground the drunk groundkeeper when he throws the you'll be the death of me old yeah. girl and then fucking catches it and anyway uh, and then of course seven yeah like the Holy weed the, the shit the the uh, the cone through the eye the, yep. the fucking weed whacker killer kill that's great it's I thought there were like yeah there's I thought there was supposed to be more gore in the paintball deaths in six oh yeah there's that triple decap goes on longer and uh, there you go Nick um so and then eight um. Not my favorite. Nah, it's it's just don't <laughs> just skip it. But I mean, and it's skip goes to hell too. To be, just watch Jason Hex. There's supposed there to go. be alternate uh, angles of the fist fight and of the head. Oh, the which stuff. I think you can see a work print of that. Yeah, uh, because originally fucking uh, poodle tits or whatever that's biting, boxing not biting Julius orange Julius. Uh, he doesn't get that rock to the stomach. He gets fucking jarts in his eyeball holes. Yeah. yeah. Or ocular cavity. Sorry, gang. So then we've also got April Fool's Day, which Scream Factory did give us a Blu-ray. Um, we basically are missing like the entire third half. Fucking Paramount, dude. What is your problem? Yeah, which they did film part of it, and people remember it. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. So 
That's the only one for some reason. Like the other ones, I don't know if they really have a lot of cut footage. If it's out there, I couldn't find much on it. I think there's some from one. But part five obviously has gore. It's like 10 seconds of it that were taken out for all the DVD and Blu-ray releases. And the re-releases of the VHS, the only way you can get it is on the VHS that says it's unrated. It's like What's-Her-Nuts is being fed her own guts. Greta. Greta, yeah. She's eating her own stomach at the dinner table. Bon appetit. Bitch. So I have two copies of that VHS because that's the only way you can see it. Since I and Jeff, I think what you meant to say is this also in the German cuts, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, you do like those European cuts. I mean, mm. Cherry Falls? Do you guys know about Cherry Falls? I know of the... No. Yeah. So you, you will like this. I should let you borrow this. So Cherry Falls, Michael Bean, right? From uh, Terminator? Yeah, John Connor. That's from the Mandalorian episode. That's a callback. <laughs> Looking at you, what? Uh, you know, then of course, you know, Tombstone. Um, so he is a cop in a town. Uh, Brittany Murphy is his daughter. Rest in peace, Brittany Murphy. Yes. I didn't think I'd miss you that so much. So this is a slasher film. I don't remember who did it, but they basically made it. The whole premise is, is that these teens in this high school find out that this mass killer is going around killing virgins. So every they have a giant loser oh, shit, I'm in virgin- trouble. Loser virginity party where everybody's just fucking... And they they filmed the movie. It was supposed to be really good. Sponsored by Plan B. The, like, when it came out, it was, like, you know, 2006, 2005, somewhere around there. And they couldn't find anybody to release it. So they cut it. And I want to say the Sci-Fi Channel bought it and I think, I think showed right, it though. on TV. I think you're right. <clears throat> well, Scream Factory wanted to release it, but they can't find the uncut version. So all you get on Blu-ray is the TV edit. You know who It's owns, still fun. You know who owns Sci-Fi Channel? By Comna Media. Do you know who they're a sister company of? Fucking Paramount. <laughs> Fucking Paramount. You know what? We should try to do this whole episode like NPR. <laughs> uh, Fucking Paramount. Yeah. Where's our unrated? And uh, the, during this break, we'll play uh, the smooth hits, mellow jazz of Rocky Fingers and the Blue Tits Band. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for them to. Ca- I mean, I was kind of waiting for them to queue up. <laughs> That's just careless whisper. I don't. <laughs> All right. More like scareless whisper. I got three more left. All right. The Exorcist three. So we did get an uncut version, sort of. Hold up, I maybe I got that shit right, but it's not like they they again. It was like you're right. like an old VHS that it's they did their cut. best to clean up. They can't find the original print. It's still great. It's still great, but it I feel that it deserves more. It deserves the uh, Halloween. Six treatment. You bet your bippy, my dude. Uh, then Valentine, mm, yeah, yeah, which uh, uh, deser- uh, apparently has a bunch of uncut footage, just more gore from the kills. I would let Denise Richards fart in a bullhorn like at my face. Apparently, just uh, in general, Catherine okay. Heigl. Oh, the bitch with too many teeth found out. Like she's like, I just signed on and then just did my parts, and then after I saw the movie, she's like, I hate it, and I just wish I never did. It. I'm like, why? Fucking excellent movie. Dude, the only movie Catherine Heigl and all 400 of her teeth looking like a Rob Liefeld drawn, she was good in, was fucking Bride of Chucky, and that's it. Uh, you aren't wrong there. Then, of course, last but not least, is this movie, The Hills Run Red. Yeah. So, uh, when, where was the first time you saw this movie, Dogmaster Dan? Two weeks ago, after guys' suggestion. <laughs> right, so hold on. So I told you to watch this, and then you text me, and you're like, I watched the wrong movie. No. Oh, you did? I thought you said you'd watched the different movie by accident, and then you're like, I 
No. Did you watch the old Western one? No, I definitely watched this one. Okay. I thought this was like a remake. I was, uh, no, I was complaining about the fucking twists. Oh. <laughs> how many of them. Shit, we should have twisted ice we for that shit, we were, we were, that's my bad, we were drunk. Uh, I, I, I was drunk. Very drunk texting you. It'll funny. happen. Uh, Nachos, how about yourself? All right, so a cat by the name of Matt Poe, rest in peace, hit me to this. He used to work at Dean's 100 years ago. I come in here and, you know, we always talk horror movies because that's what a motherfucking do. He goes... Yeah, check it out. This movie won't change your life, but it's kind of under the radar. And I'm like, all right, I did. I was like, fuck, you're right. And it was good. So uh, a little bit after that, uh, probably three years after it came out, uh, you know, you had seen it on DVD. DVD? No, the DVDA. <clears throat> and then um, you told me to watch it. And I did. I think it was like 2012. And uh, I was like, man, like, this is pretty damn good. I, I really enjoy this. Is you know I I love finding something that I'd never heard about, uh you know, and then like it, it turning out not to be like a piece of dog shit. So I was like, all right, very much enjoyable with this. So this is not a video nasty, which we will one day get to at some point. This is not on our hello nasty list, uh, but we are going to get back to those one day. We actually had a format for a while, and we just never stuck with it. But we were yep. like, this is going to happen in season two of Here Comes the Spooky, and then we just didn't do it. Yo, you guys remember that time Kanye West said he didn't realize that Sasquatches were real? <laughs> so earlier. It's almost like it was like 10 minutes ago or something. I know, right? I found a random Beastie Boys video that I'd never seen before because it's a triple, triple trouble or whatever, and Sasquatch kidnaps the Beastie Boys. And then, like, they're doing, like, a red carpet interview shit. And somebody fucking asked Kanye West. It's like, Kanye West, did you know that the Beastie Boys were kidnapped for six years by Sasquatch? He's like, I did not know that Sasquatch was a real people or some shit like that. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking Kanye West. <laughs> Go back to your home planet. I I said home planet. I say it every time. Not a big Kanye fan. The only thing him and I agree strongly on is that Spirited Away is not the greatest anime of all time. It's Akira. Chom, chom. Tetsuo! Yeah. Okay, Thank back. you, Kanye. I appreciate it. You tweeted it way back in like 2011, but I've been loving you ever since just for that. Uh, only for that, I should That's say. That's right. Go away, Kanye. Although that one time you did yell at that girl at your concert to get up out of her wheelchair because she wasn't dancing. That's on you, though. <clears throat> so, uh, directed by Dave Parker. Oh, fuck. Uh, so, Dave did... Bimbo Movie Bash. I'm listening. Where a bunch of bimbos come from Bimbo Planet to treat the um, misogynistic men of Planet Earth a lesson. They didn't go back to Bimbopolis? <laughs> so it's exactly, it's like the Tack of the 50 Foot Centerfold, pretty much. You know, return to Savage Beach kind of shit. Your mom won't let you rent it at Blockbuster because it's all titties starring fucking Buff Bagwell. I'm in. <laughs> who squirted gogurt all over this case right it's like softcore where they're like it looks like they're fucking or possibly moving furniture you're not sure which why not both uh he also directed the dead reborn and i like this the, the dead reborn the sweet tooth opening segment for tales from halloween or tales of halloween dope yeah that was good Did you see tales of halloween some of it's really good yeah yeah, actually, I think I watched it last year. Some of it is good. Dude, that second part with fucking Barry Bostwick. You just got me fucking hooked on wrestling shit. Nah, dude, that's awesome. It's like, Billy, does your mom still wear that slutty cat costume? <laughs> oh my god, yes! <laughs> Alright, Billy was here. Dude, <laughs> we should just do that segment. Mm. I could talk about that all damn day. Adam Greed's segment's pretty good, too. 
Um, all right. Not so as wiener. Let's meet our casualties. All right. So a lot of I would say unknowns here. I know one sure. of them. Uh, but there there is definitely one big name. Um, we got Sophie Monk who plays Alexa. She was in Murder World, and the Blood Feast remake. Did you guys ever see Blood Feast? It's Are like you? A, the 1963. Uh, I it's like it's Herschel Lewis something or other. It's a big dude. I, I'm gonna say it real quick. I watched the Castle Freak remake. That was actually really good. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't seen it, but I just refused. Well, well I mean, th- th- dude, does it, it got Jeffrey Combs in it? It do. For a second. Does he act like he's drunk? Does he act drunk while sober? Does anyone? Then I don't want to fucking watch it. Oh man, we'll, is Barbara get... Crampton in it? Yeah. Okay, I'm not. She, she's like seventy and she's naked the whole time. I would. St- we'll talk about this off the I'd air. Break off a piece of that. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I'd let her go her back her to my fucking, home planet. Her and her anime eyes. Oh. Uh, all right, Tad. Is this, guy, is this a fucking fake name? I had to look this up. It's real. Tad Hilgenbrink. Uh, Broski McDooderson. Yeah, uh, that's a real name. Who plays Tyler. Now, he was in Lost Boys of the Tribe, which I think you just watched oh, recently. Oh, fuck yes, I did. It's like one of the main characters. I thought he played like a stifler in one of the fucking American Pie. He does. It's American Pie Band Camp. It's actually not that bad. No, that bonus trilogy. Because Eugene mean, Levy is... Uh, down to he's he's like a he's like the head he's like the head of the camp for some reason yeah why not so he's in it he's like the only one in it dan Um, thoughts thoughts it's it's pretty good npr thoughts any npr thoughts thoughts? thoughts? all right oh yeah hit the mic that's real professional all right yeah well this is not (laughs) npr this is all right uh dlc i'm gonna save i'm gonna save the big boy for last okay uh then we've got janet montgomery who plays serena now she was in Wrong turn three. Dude, I want to drop a brick on her fucking head. Yeah. She was in Black Swan with Natalie Portman, which kind of surprised me. You mean Pink Clam. Am I right, uh, guys? She was in Dead Cert. These other two fellows were in Nothing. Yeah. Uh, Alex Wyndham, who plays Lalo. Yeah, is that how you fucking say his name? Yeah. Dude. Like Lalo from uh, um, uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, I thought you were going to say some JRPG you Better Call shit. Saul? Nope. Really? Nah. Did you like Breaking Bad? Yeah, I never finished it. Oh, man, Better Call Saul. Saul Goodman, man, it's just all about him. It's fantastic. He's a real shyster. Uh, and then Racho Vasilev. I'm probably butchering that. He it's plays sk- Babyface. It's Scandinavian as fuck, because so it's like, that's where almost the shot. He's just like a, uh, yeah, he, he's pretty much just a stunt guy and everything. Like, he was in the uh, new Terminator movie. Uh, he was in a, uh, all the um, uh, uh, Expendables movies, like, doing stunts for the old guys and stuff, so... It's kind of cool. And then uh, this is last, but certainly not least, as we always like to say. Not Rutger Hauer. <laughs> William Sadler. William fucking Sadler plays Con Cannon, right? You fucking. Wilson yeah. Con Cannon. Yeah. Who fucking doesn't know? If you don't know, we've already talked about him, but I mean, goddamn, dude. No, Loki, I get him fucked up all the time. I know he's in Demon Knight. I know he's death from Bill and Ted. So, because uh, it's you sometimes right. get him confused with Robert Patrick, because they're kind of look alike. Nowadays, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of look melted. Plus, a they're bit. both in Die Hard 2. Bill and Ted's oh. Bogus Journey, he's in. He plays Death. He's yeah. in Bill and Ted 3. Yeah, goddamn right. Uh, he's in Trespass. Have you seen Trespass? You guys ever seen this? Uh, yeah, I think. Um, 
Is it the Mexican mask where they come in and break through and murder everybody in the house? So this oh, I'm is down. that might be trespassers. I don't know. Yeah, this is yeah, this is not that. Okay. This this is like an action drama. Let's talk about that afterwards. Though. But I, you're gonna like this, and right. I'm sure that the fucking horrible horror boards are listening. They're gonna dig this too. Also, horrible horror podcast. Check it out. Trespass with Bill Paxton. Sold. Ice tea. What? And ice cube. What? Damn, boy. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Talk about fucking stacking the deck. No shit. Way down with that. Dude, I fucking we get always a... have ice cubes with my iced tea. Can we get a Jake Busey in that? Probably. I Honestly, mean, probably. I mean, sorry, can we get a Jake Busey with that? I don't remember if he's in or not. I only seen it one time, but it was excellent. I just I vividly remember scenes in my in my head. I can't remember the whole plot, but it was a lot of fun. It was no. something that my parents let me rent, which they shouldn't have. No, that's when you were, like, schlacking all those fucking, like, uh, benches, and you didn't have the door. You had the door closed, <laughs> and there was no ventilation. We that's got... not an actual movie. Bogey and I rented this with um, Stone Cold, starring Dolph Lundgren. You ever seen Stone Cold? No, actually. It takes, like, Sad. half the time it takes place in a strip club. Dolph Lundgren in a titty bar? It's okay, fantastic, dude. It's awesome. All hey, right. Did you guys know... Uh, Goldberg was Jewish. <laughs> Fun fact. So he's also in Demon Knight. Did you know that uh, he's in Bordello of Blood? Yeah, he makes a brief cameo. He is the mummy. Uh, he's in Disturbing Behavior, Devour, The Mist, and Machete Kills. Dude. Plus, like, a bunch of Stephen King stuff, like, that won, like, Academy Awards, like, The Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption. Solid fucking flicks. Yeah, they are good. So that is uh, that is pretty much the cast and crew here. Bop, 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 There's not bop. a lot going on. Now, this was released in June 2009, and when doing the uh, research for this, this was fucking crazy. This is a weird year for fucking horror movies, dude. And a weird year? <clears throat> I cannot believe what I found out. <laughs> okay. okay. Do Kermit, oh, boy. Do Kermit the Frog NPR. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, well, so in 2009, uh, there were a lot of weird uh, things going on in the whole community. And when we come back from our break, we'll tell you all about them. Uh, before we move, though, I'd like to give a plug to Mrs. Paws Muffins and Cupcakes. Mmm, boy, are they good. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Well played, sir. Well played. Mm. All right. So, <laughs> 2009, dude, this is fucked up. Friday the 13th, the remake. Case 39. Jennifer's Body. The Collector. Dude. Halloween 2, the fucking remake. Oh, yeah, shut it down. The yeah. Human Centipede. Mm. My Bloody Valentine 3D. Beep, the beep, remake. Beep. The Stepfather remake. The Last House on the Left remake. Mm. Drag Me to Hell. The remake. El Super Bisto. Hell yeah. The Descent 2. Oh, not bad. Final Destination, which is at that point a, a part prequel. Five? Yeah, it's the prequel. That's pretty dope. That is good. That one got me. I did not see that coming. Dude, Champ, kind from fucking uh, Ron, Ron Swan. Fuck my face. Anchorman gets his face melted off by tar. It's dope. Night of the Demons remake. Eh, House no. of the Devil. That's, that's actually pretty good. Survival of the Dead. And House on Sorority Row, or Sorority Row, the fucking remake. In 2009, there were seven fucking remakes alone Actually, that, you, I, that, I, that I wrote down. You forgot one. What? Not a remake, but uh, Trick or Treat came out at the same time because those were both uh, Warner Brothers premiere things, or did you have it and I just uh, stole it? No, so I, 
if it was on there, Sorry I couldn't I find it because I'm pretty sure they like made it but didn't release it for a couple yeah, years. Yeah, it's that on the shelf. What the fuck? So I don't think 2009 is the year it came out. I think that's why Michael Doherty salty is like, no, I don't want to do part but two. But yeah, dude, like when I go me. through this shit, normally like there's always a remake or two in some of the later years. But 2009 had seven. That like, was a big time for the fuck, unoriginal dude. ideas, apparently. For shame. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just a lot of fucking highs and lows here. And, like, the the original ones, okay, Case 39, The Collector, those are pretty fucking good. House of the Devil. Fuck yes. Ty yeah. West, doing an amazing job. Right? But then, like, you get, like, all the remakes pretty much fucking sucked. I did like the, the Friday the 13th remake. I did. It's yeah. still not a feel about it. But then, like, you know. They win. I mean, they have my fucking money. El Super so. Beast, though. <laughs> Rob Zombie's best movie. Yeah, no sure. doubt. No doubt. And then Survival of the Dead. Come on, Romero. Man. That's what you left me with? Wait, is that the is that the first person one? Not uh, first. No, that's person. Diary of the Dead. That, Survival of the Dead, Texas. Uh, the sequel to Diary of the Dead, where the dead, the zombie daughter rides a horse, and it's like a Hatfields McCoys kind of thing. Dude, it's awful. It's that, it that, is that, awful. It is awful. And the biggest. Smack that's the, in the only face. Romero movie I was like, I can't like zombie one that I was like, I can't fucking, I cannot make a good argument for this. I can argue any other one. Dude, no here, problem. Here's the biggest slap in the fucking face. You got Tom Savani, Savini, Savani. Sure. Savini. 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 Vini Vidivici, whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> like... Savini. Savini. Hey, Luigi. I'm glad nobody can see us. So do it. So right now. Here comes a giant greasy meatball. Hey, what Luigi do to you? Luigi bringing you the pizza. No, anyway, you got Tom Savani who's still alive and still kicking ass with like practical effects and shit. And you're going to go in and fucking CG dick that movie? Get the, sorry, oh, Romero. Sorry, buddy. I can still make arguments for even Diary of the Dead, the one before it. But this one... That movie's really fun. This one it's was dog just shit. awful. It's dog shit, yeah. But it's fun dog shit. It, it is. better than Survival. That Ugh. was straight trash. I was real upset about it. I ain't it. surviving that runtime, am I right, guys? I won't buy it. Oh. I will not fucking buy it. I, it's the only fucking Romero movie that I won't... I have not purchased. You know what pisses me off, too, is Do you like... Have monkey shines? Every, yeah. like... Okay. Every five or six months, I'll be, you know, cruising the... The little fucking TV tubes trying to find something to watch, and I get sucked into that fucker too. I'm like, God damn it, it got me again. <laughs> it's because you're. It's brain... like rubbing your leg. It's like, come on, dog, it's master. You're, you're... It'll be better this time. I promise. I promise you're... I'll treat you right. No, you never do, motherfucker. <laughs> it's because your brain blacks it out after every time you watch. It's like, oh shit, this is. It's it's like a recording over that fucking tape, and your brain's like, ah like, oh, shit, man, I haven't seen it's this a, one. It's a, there's only two movies on the recommended for you list from Tubi, and it's either this or Night of the Dribbler, and you're like, no, oh, fuck. time to eat a bullet, fellas. <laughs> Gonna have me a fucking hot lead steak. One last trip to Flavor Town. <laughs> so, how to watch? Uh, of course, there's honestly only two ways to do it. We've got no laser discs, no VHSs this time. Butt stuff and armpit stuff. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers Wait. DVD. Uh, which is the one I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not bad. Good print. Got commentary uh, and a making of featurette, which is cool. And then nachos. You've got the 2020 yeah. Scream Factory Blu-ray with tons of special features, but does not have the uncut version of the film. Okay, go grab it real quick. We'll we'll fill in for you. That was a little confusing. Yeah, he just got up and fucking left, didn't he? A little hobble there, yeah. yeah. Had a stanky leg going so, on. Uh, so yesterday... Um, I mean, not yesterday, but actually the other day I had a picture framed, and uh, now it's doing 20 years upstate for murder. Oh. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Get it? It came with the frame. <laughs> Here, go, check well, that shit out. 
So why is it that dogs always run to the door whenever someone's there? It's almost never for them. True. Did somebody get his new fucking dad joke almanac. You know, comes, I don't understand free with new why everybody's freaking out about the coronavirus, right? My wife told me that her grandma had shingles, and I thought that was really weird because that's a disease that normally only affects roofs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> ben, we're going to need that cricket button. <laughs> Fuck bullshit! Fuck both of you guys! That fucking shingles joke is gold! Alright, all right. so this is great. The alternate artwork on the fucking Blu-ray that Nachos just handed me. Yeah, you guys should see this. New audio commentary with the director um, and uh, from the uh, F This Movie podcast, which is a great podcast. I've never listened to it. Yeah, They're uh, so negative. Audio commentary with Joe Lynch and Adam Green. They're they f- have no business there, but I love when those motherfuckers show up. Do you think they're up. just paid to do this? It's like all they do now? They, I mean, I'm all right with that. Those Can I get fucking season three? Those chowderheads. Oh, I shouldn't have farted in here. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> that, this is going to be bad. That was a wet one. Did you sit on one of my dogs? No, I, I have a... Uh, okay. You don't want to know. So, got one in the chamber. Uh, the Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Improv. That's got to be fun. Oh. William Sadler. Uh, okay. Man, there's a ton of good shit on here. ton of good shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just reading it. Just reading it. Okay. No, they, right. they don't need to know about it. Yeah, I'm just reading it. Yeah. I'm getting lost in it. Okay, so that is that, as they say. So now we're about to get ready to horse around with some maniacs. All right, so. As the movie kicks off, we got the opening credits where we see a young baby face, not the R&B singer, brutally mutilating his face with some skizzers at a vanity with some Portland, Portland, some Portland dolls, some porcelain dolls sitting nearby. NPR porcelain dolls. You get the title hits and then you get that fucking baby face like kind of jump scare at you. It was a little neat. I liked it. I mean, real talk. Anytime you play hush little baby and somebody's mutilating their face, mutilating their face, I got a little freaked out. Uh, so then we are treated to the following message, and I, I love when movies do this. Um, Dude Bro Party Massacre kind of has a similar intro. From the Criterion and Collection, of right? Of course, uh, you have get uh, uh, um, the OG fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of has the same thing. Um, so we get the following message on screen. In 1984, controversial film director Wilson Wyler Concanon released his only film, The Hills Are Unread. Because of its graphic depiction of sadism and murder, the film was quickly pulled from theaters. All known prints vanished and no cast member was ever found. Over the years, film historians attempted to find the film, but all that remained was a crudely made trailer. Director Wilson Wyler Concanon was never heard from again. You'll love it. (laughs) (laughs) On IBC. (laughs) Don't miss it. So cut to uh, our main man Tyler's room, where he gets a message on his answering machine from a gentleman named Aster. Aster? I don't even know her. (laughs) Who tells him that he found (laughs) the daughter of uh, King Cannon, Alexa, uh, for his project, and that she works at the strip club called the Crimson Kitty. All right. Let me jump in here real quick. Go for it. So, do you think, like, people will be listening to this episode and they say, Alexa, loud enough, it'll set their shit off? Yeah. Hopefully. That'd be weird. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, buddy. Well, every time we say her name, we should just do that. Okay. So, Tyler, it turns out, is an aspiring filmmaker who is trying to find Wilson Kincannon. And uh, we see that his room is filled with old old newspaper articles and, like, clippings and posters of the movie and pictures and, like, production stills. And he's even watching the old trailer on his computer and taking notes, which goes a little something like this. When night falls, the terror begins. 
They thought it was a legend. They thought the woods were safe. Their only warning was a death rattle. His name is Babyface. His game is death. When night falls, the hills run red. When you hear his rattle, it's already too late. And we even get a small clip of Babyface murdering a young couple at a campsite. Tyler's girlfriend, Serena, then interrupts his work, uh, inquiring that, inquiring, uh, that his buddy Lalo is not around so that they can do some thrusting and busting. He thought. But Tyler, being a real fan of horror, he shuts that thin lip bitty down. Let's get your fucking chicken legs and your fucking egg cups and beat it. Right? <laughs> we, go, we got back... Uh, go back to watching an interview uh, with Wilson Kincannon, kind of talking about, uh, you know, at first God said, let there be light, and then there was. And then he said, let there be celluloid, and then there was film. He's never seen me with my pants <laughs> off. Uh, so next morning we see Tyler shooting a little video blog. I don't even think people say blog anymore. It's vlog, homie. Yeah, bro, vlog. Right? Get with the times. Uh, about why he is looking for Kincannon in the Hills Run Red movie before Lalo comes in with his big-ass nose and ruins the shot. After that, Tyler and Lalo head off to see a movie together while they debate if it's worth it to find this lost movie, and Lalo teases Tyler about being borderline obsessed with it and the director who seemed, who nobody else seems to give a shit about anymore. All right, so this is what fucked me up. So we had the initial, you know, the tr- that wonderful uh, monologue you just did. Twice, actually. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, Thank you. so they refer to... Kincaid as the master of horror. Concanon. Concan. What did I say? Concaid? Kincaid. Sorry, I'm thinking fucking uh, Dream shower. Warriors yeah. and Naked Showers. Dream Warriors. Kincaid, that's right. Was that Dokken? Next one. Come on, you buffet pussy. <laughs> uh, no, they refer to him as the master of horror. Motherfucker did one movie. That's a very bold ac- bold accusation. I'm sorry, friend. Continue. But I, so I, I like the setup here already because this is the kind of thing that really gets me hyped. Um, there's that great Simpsons uh, episode where they find a village of the damn type yes! movie uh, in a vault. They're like, you know, people were fucking running for the hills and, you know, murdering cats and shit when they saw this. And, you know, they had to lock it away. I, I really I dig shit like this because I firmly believe that. Somewhere out there, there's probably something like this that somebody made, and then somebody was like, whoa, this is too fucking much, and it got locked up, and we have never seen it. That's great marketing. There's a uh, Romero flick that just dropped. It was some forbidden Romero flick. You know the name of it? Uh, I don't know about this. It's not off the top of my head, but yeah, no, it is from the 60s. Is it like Two Evil Eyes? No, it's uh, Two uh, Throbbing Butt Cheeks. It's Evil... uh, That's the one with uh, um, Two Evil Eyes, right? That's with him. It's got uh, Romero and Carpenter. Or, uh, uh, is it Carpenter? No, it's uh, um, Romero and um, uh, fucking uh, Toby Hoops. No, no, it's come on now. You know this knives for fingers. Come on, who's that guy? Come Frederick Krueger. Wes Craven. Ah, yes, the two of them. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, so anyway, so I just I kind of like that shit, right? They kind of hype shit. Yeah, uh, I like immediately. I'm seeing this and I'm like, okay, this has already hooked me. I'm excited to see what's so fucking like, you know crazy that they just couldn't show the general public especially you know in the 80s when the slasher kind of genre was like sort of kicking off and kind of could get away with a lot like they weren't cutting the shit early, until early like parts. yeah like this is 1982 like they weren't really cutting stuff hard until like 84 so the only thing they were doing was cutting it with coke so lalo says it's only famous because nobody can find the movie and tyler clues him in uh you know on hey what's going on and he says look i found Kincannon's daughter and 
I'm going to go out and meet her since she only lives about 20 miles outside of the city. And Tyler is, you know, able to convince Lalo, like, hey, man, like, kind of fucking help me fund this, like, documentary and, like, join in my search of this film. And he's like, all right, whatever, buddy. Next thing, Tyler is at the Crimson Kitty. Eight minutes and three seconds in, and we get booze. We got some titties. And I will drink to that, fucking, fellas. And a lot of them, dude. Clank, clank. I'm not doing clank, a movie clank, count. Clank, clank. Because, like, Jesus, it's just the fucking whole scene of boobies, man. So you bring them hooters in, and you just wait till they get cut up. Oh, sorry. That's a <laughs> br- brutal massacre. What is the what is the Marvel movie where Stan Lee's the DJ in the strip club? It's Deadpool. Is it? Okay. So there's an, the interview for that, and they're like, what's your favorite Marvel cameo? And he's like, Deadpool... But I was pretty pissed because they brought me in, shot the scene, and then just, like, rushed me out of there. And he's like, I wanted to fucking hang out. Stanley, I love your old dead ass, but you would have died, like, two years younger if you were in have that you, scene, homie. Have you guys seen this? City boy. this uh, so it's this audio clip from an interview that I don't remember the guy's name that did with Stan Lee. And it's just him, it's Stanley just swearing a bunch and like cussing at the people that are interviewing him. It was Kevin Smith. Like, in, but in a joking manner. So the guy who interviewed him gave it to a buddy of his who animated the whole thing, like Disney style. Oh, and it's sh- fucking oh. hilarious, dude. Sign me up, true believer. It is badass. All right. So, uh, so we're in the titty bar there, right? Titty city looking for Alexa. Uh, but what he finds instead is incurable STDs <laughs> and, oh, and Astro glide. <laughs> every fucking stripper dude you see him and you're like yeah i want to give you money i like what you're doing but you don't have to touch me because one no reason to fucking start the car right unless we're gonna drive it somewhere and number two you look like if i touch you i'd stick to you you Three. look like you look like a half germs fucking like lollipop i don't want to yeah. like i could stick dollar bills to you and that's not a good thing <laughs> okay all you right, could get so... bit by a brown recluse out there, too. Oh, yeah. That's happened. <laughs> That's a real fucking thing. I'll bite. Uh, metaphorically, uh, so, so, let's let's pick this scab. What? I got bit by a fucking brown recluse at the Crystal Palace in, in Centerville. What fucking weird RPG are you playing? It's on his birthday. Yeah. Oh. A stripper also took my glasses. So we were going with a guy who had been there a few times. Um, a pro. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, hey, what you want to do is have, like, accessories, like hats and scarves and shit that the strippers can play with. And I'm like, right on, dude. I had his one. They will push it down over your head. Yeah, so this chick took my glasses off, played with them for a while, wore them, folded them up, and shoved them in her twat, like, into her twat. And then as she pulled them out, she scratched the lens with her (laughs) pussy piercing. And I just, she's like, she gave me a kiss on the cheek. Bogey was sitting next to me, and she goes, welcome to the Crystal Palace. And I was like, thanks. Put them right in my fucking, like, pocket. And I was like, yeah, those are never going And that's again. how I got pink eye yeah. for life. So so me and uh, Rope yes. came up later, like, after they had already been there. I had to stop and get gas, and we're going down there talking shit. When we walk in, we're both looking, we're like, man, where's Eric? You know, we just, just with him, like, 25 minutes ago, we're looking around. Hit the corner. He's laying on his back on stage with his legs hanging it's probably when you got fucking bit and this motherfucker was picking a dollar bill off his chest with a cooter it was I, that's how i walked in his like, cooter yeah no her cooter motherfucker oh, uh, <laughs> like I a just, vacuum i'm very concerned where did the brown recluse come into play and where did you get where bit? so i got bit on the back of my leg all right so not your taint right yeah i got it on the back of my fucking leg because this is like they pull your pants down and spank you if you had a belt on and stuff like that so it probably happened yes i went to catholic there. school i'm well aware <laughs> so the next day i woke up and like i was hung over and i went to go like walk like from my fucking bedroom this house i lived in to the bathroom Took one step and fell on my face. I was like, fuck, I am extremely drunk still. Then tried to get up again and my leg wouldn't work. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So like I laid, like sit on my ass and like I can see this massive fucking goose egg like on the back of my calf. And I'm like, well, that's not right. Like, 
No, so I, you got bit by a stripper, dude. I asked you almost became a wear stripper. Like, I don't know. So I went to the fucking emergency room because it was not getting any better. And uh, they pulled some shit out of it and ran some tests. And they're like, you got bit by a brown recluse and ended up with cellulitis and had to get like part of my fucking muscle lance. Then I was in the hospital for a week. That was um, a good one. Yeah, Holy it was crazy. fuck, dude. I did, however, play and beat Pokemon Emerald the entire time I was in there. So, so did cool. you find the stripper that bit you and you bit her back and now like you have common ground? <laughs> uh, no, I, like, have, I have stripper powers. I can I can crawl up a pole backwards with just my ass. So like you bit her and that normaled her out. So like she actually finished her nursing degree or what's up, dude? I don't, how's that work, man? No, she lives out back smoking crack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's got to test her batch. <laughs> And we're back. Okay, so, um, all right, so Tyler's at the titty bar there. He's at Titty City, and uh, but back at his apartment now, Lalo and Serena are watching the OG House on Haunted Hills. Verbatim, what I have. Starring Vincent Verbatim. Price. Uh, and talking about how Serena is done with Tyler, ignoring her over the succession for the movie, while Lalo convinces her to join them on their trip, but also at the same time puts the moves on there, and they begin to make Jesus cry by dipping the old craniacs in the gut locker. I fucking hope this guy gets tortured to death. Just yeah. want to say that out It's understandable. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> so did we meet? Did we meet her yet? Uh, so back at Titty City. Sorry. Um, at the Kitty now. Tyler is in a private room where Alexa play Beastie Boys. Let me jump in real quick. So Shows up. Go Alexa, ahead. when she goes to the center stage, she's a good looking gal. But she reeks of daddy issues, cocaine, and she has a fucking knife cutting yeah. her lingerie off. Boy, what's a red flag? Every word in that sentence I just said. She looks trailer park hot. Take it away, Cincinnati yes. Jess. Ooh, like, like Jamie Priestley. Trash. Yes, the, that's the chick from... Uh, um, oh, My name is Earl, yes. Poison Ivy, and an episode of Mortal Kombat. Also Conquest. Ring, Ringmaster. And, and yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Where she gives a blowjob to... Uh, uh, oh, and Joe Dirt. Stacey Keach. Did he fix? She fixed his hair lip. Also, a hundred girls. That so that's funny that you bring that up because when he's talking Catherine Heigl earlier, I was thinking about that's first time I saw her, and that's a fun movie. That's good. That is a fun movie. Bogey turned me on to that. Bogey, Closet, Hopeless Romantic, loves the rom coms. Yeah, yeah. Me and me and Robbie used to watch it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's a good movie, dude. But I remember Bogey came over one day uh, uh, to spend the night in high school, and he's like, "Yeah, I ran this movie, and it was uh, it was eight days a week." Yep. And I was like, damn, dude, that's a fucking good movie. Right, one, I love the Beatles. And two, you know, I like rom coms. I ain't mad at him. Right, but Bogey, a week, that's that's, that's Bogey also turned me into hundred girls and shit. Like he's just he's into that. He turns you into one hundred girls. We also <laughs> took a thirteen hour flight to Hawaii together and he watched uh, Moulin Rouge three times. <laughs> and whatever that movie with uh, uh L O Cool J is where they ride bikes, I think it's called Biker Boys with a Z. No, that a no that's a, it's that. it's um it's like f- Torque. It's Torque. Could be, yeah. It's Torque. I hate that I know that. I like Biker Boys. Let's go with that. Yeah. It's one of those. Uh, so, all right. So, Alexa, order diapers, uh, starts to starts to dance and strip for him uh, while Tyler tries to ask her questions about her dad in the Lost movie. And Yeah, ask a stripper about her dad. Good fucking movie, and idiot. And he pulls, he pulls the classic fucking white guy in their mid-20s thing where he like just assumes he can save this stripper and be like, you should come with me. You know, uh, but um, she warns him, like, hey, like, you need to fucking at least act like you're having a good time because the eye in the sky here is keeping an eye on us, and I don't want to catch a beating. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, also, they're not going to give me my nightly fix of super crack. 
dropping Frankenhooker references up in this shit? Because Zoro's going to show up and fuck us up. Right? Want a date? <laughs> so uh, he keeps saying, he's like, come on, you're fucking Alexa Concanon. Like, you don't need this shit. And she's like, fine. Who? You're better than this. Concanon. No, who? Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> Play Pliny. Every piece matters. <laughs> Uh, so she tells him to meet her outside. Tyler waits in his busted-ass car as Alexa suddenly... Alexa! Play Friday! Friday! By Rebecca Black. Uh, as she suddenly hops in, snorts a bump of the old Florida snow. Casual car coke. Just... just <laughs> Seatbelt? Fuck off. <laughs> it tells him to drive. Since Tyler isn't in the mood with a f- to fight with a coked out stripper, he does exactly what he's told in Hall's ass while somebody watches from the shadows. They head back to her place where Tyler spots some movie posters and some heroin. Yeah. Alexa shoots up while Tyler explains that uh, what he's looking for is for her to obviously take him around, bring her to where like they lived, where they shot the film. Uh, but Alexa says she doesn't have anything from the movie. She doesn't know where it is. She chastises Tyler for state- and stating that like he's just like all the other fans. And then she fucking bugs out, uh, lays on the bed with her fucking tits hanging out, horn it up. Kind of just wants to fuck. Can I she's be like, like one of the other fans? She's like, just get in here. And Tyler's like, I am, I'm not like the other boys. And literally closes, closes her legs. legs. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they show up. It's, it, it, nobody snidely says, oh, it's a crack hotel. She just says, I'm in between mansions. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun little line. Yeah, she's in like a motel where it's like, you know, pay by the week kind of thing. Rolls also, motel, baby. <laughs> I love how they kind of do uh, the real quick. It's, it's like the Kmart version of... Train spotting, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, what's that other movie I hate? That's dumb. Requiem for a Dream. Attaboy. Yep. Train spotting's the heroin one, though. Yeah, that's the Requiem f- for a Dream's the double donging one. <sighs> also heroin. God, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Let's write her a birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, hey, quit fucking the vision and get with a zero. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All right. Ahead. So Tyler closes her legs and says, "I'm not like those other guys." Uh, as she nods off to chase the dragon. But uh, before that, before Tyler calls it a night, he rings up his rat bastard friend Lalo, tells him he found Alexa and that she will be taking them to the movie. So he and Serena, uh, Serena the non-union bone stimulator, need to be ready in a few days. Those creative writing classes are paying off, my dude. <laughs> Serena looks like maybe she feels bad uh, as Lalo goes to sleep dreaming about chicken wings and possibly selling off Tyler's Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Ooh. Because he's just, like, fucking, like, ugh, it's a good fucking night. And she's just like, eh, was that a good idea? I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't have fucked around. For, like, the 70th time. Yeah. And I got to be honest, like, intercutting between, like, him fucking with Alexa and getting the private dance, Lala was just railing Serena. And, like, she's doing all the things she won't do to Tyler. Like, fucking going down, fucking doggy style and shit. He's probably grabbing she's her getting fucking into it. clit and rubbing his big-ass nose on it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Rim jobs. All <laughs> with his nose. Kissing my nostril. Yeah. No. Okay. Lalo, don't look at me. That fucking snod, you look like a parrot. I feel okay. like I'm having sex with Toucan Sam, like you're sprinkling with fucking Fruit Loops. Do you remember when we were going to start this podcast like five Just years Just follow ago? your nose. Away from that busted ass snatch. I uh, forgot to mention that. I was going to save it till the end, though. Okay. All right. Yeah. All yeah, right. But I know where you're going with it. Okay. I know where you're going with it. All right. All right. So the non union bone stimulator is a whore. Lalo's a piece of shit. Next morning, Alexa wakes up and she buys car wax alexa <laughs> give me some car wax bitch 
Play the Super Mario Brothers theme song. That fucking thing is out there, by the way. And if it can hear us, it's the probably, mute button is not on. It's, it's probably fucking, blowing up. My wife's probably fucking pissed. You're who? <laughs> my wife. Okay, cool. Uh, so Alexa finds herself freshly dressed and tied to the bed, but she somehow seems oddly uncomfortable yeah, with this n- whole situation. Like giving her prior attitude, and like just devil may care, fucking hey, go ahead and fuck me before my blast wears off. Verbatim, yikers. <laughs> uh, come to find out, Tyler, with no medical background or training whatsoever, is going to force her to detox and get sober. Rehab. Yeah, neat. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. It's cool, I wikipedia it. Says you're going to need several showers and fucking sleep a lot. I can tell you this much for free. It doesn't take fucking a five-minute montage either. <laughs> We're going to need a montage. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of toilet screaming. And she probably shit her britches. Call I don't know. Fucking dinosaurs. I don't know. So Tyler, uh, so now we after everything's fucking taking place, right? We've got Tyler, Courtney Love 2.0, and the rest of the sluts uh, have now started their trip with Tyler, shooting some of this kind of B-roll footage, asking like questions for his documentary uh, with Alexa about the film. She doesn't seem to remember much of it, but she tries to help out when she can. And while packing up uh, from their little little stop there and planning the next step of the trip, Serena tells Tyler that he owes her a fight for him for disappearing, and then ironically cu- accuses him of sleeping with Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, straight up. Let behind me her back. Dude, fuck that chick for blasting your friend. Real talk, what they need to do, uh, Tyler. I feel like and- it was the other way around, and Lala was blasting her. No, I'm going to show you my rope trick. <laughs> Count the ropes. One, a two, a three, a four. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, six bigger ropes. A little bit of a clear shit. <laughs> Bitch, so real talk, Tyler and Laszlo, because that's what I'm calling them, because Lalo or whatever the fuck, nah, 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 not Lola. Okay, Swine, bro. They just need to fucking Eiffel Tower that bitch, get the bromance get the old trifecta. A-frame. That's right, yeah. the Triforce, <laughs> and just Wobbly fucking H. blow. <laughs> I like to call it the old fucking barbecue, where you just fucking put her on the spit, so she's got her fucking mouth on one dick and her ass in the other, and you just flip her over. Is hey. this bitch done yet? Yeah, you're not allowed. She to, is, but I'm not. You're you're not allowed to come to my family barbecues anymore. Side <laughs> notes. <laughs> I'm not allowed to come at your family barbecues anymore. See you that you and, know of. And Grandma can't walk right anymore. She, <laughs> Grandma's walking like a cowboy, and an apple fell out of her butt. I don't even know what the fuck I that's all shit about. Shit, right in two weeks. <laughs> well, with that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, um, before they get back, they. Um, uh, to hit the road again, obviously they're having this disagreement, and uh, they have another uh, little tinkle stop. And Tyler tells Lalo that Alexa told him that her dad is dead, but they are headed to where he was buried at the old farm, and maybe they will find the movie stash there along with some Pokemon cards. Sounds like a conversation with a stripper, right? At the same time, Alexa is walking back to the car, um, and she, I guess, is drip drying because I didn't see her wipe. And she so finds an old... People don't wipe in horror movies, dude. An old baby doll's partially buried in the woods. She starts to have vivid flashbacks of Babyface killing people in front of her. <sighs> Deeper in the woods now, someone is filming all of them on old... Like an old video camera. Harvey Weinstein. As Tyler Ooh, and Alexa yeah. head back to the car while Lalo tries to cuddle up once again with Serena, she tells him, back the fuck up. It's a one-time thing. Gives him the old cold shoulder. One time well, only, bruh? Yeah. I don't think it was one time. I think this is a reoccurring scenario. Yeah, because it's like... Lalo's like, that's cool. Whatever, dude. Like, I got mine. Uh, one time, like, every three days. <laughs> yeah. So what I got mine. Yeah. Bitch, this beak is hopping, okay? I do like that little clip-o-rama she has, all the just flashbacks. And I'm kind of like, do I count these as kills yet? No. No, this isn't full-fledged, so. 
I love the the clips of of them having sex, like them cheating on him, like the you know he's being a piece of shit friend, she's cheating on him, stuff like that. Because like it's a blue filter, but when he's with Alexa, it's a, a red filter. Like it's kind of creepy because like I see that like them fucking. It reminds me of like Body Heat or like did you ever see Personal Best? No. Okay. Well, like two women go and work out. It's a thing. One touches another. The sparks. Whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, like every time they fuck, it's like. You know, like blue filters and things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, is this the Superman movie? Is this Man of Steel? Like, uh, what is going on so here? So, do you have the blue ray or? <laughs> I have the red ray, oh, yeah. the red ring of butt. No, uh, thematically, they they chose that. Uh, anytime something sinister or bad is happening, it's in a red hue. Because say it with me, the hills run red. red. Oh boy, we did it. I like that. Wait, can you say Roja? Roja! Roja! Ay, 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 ay! Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> backpack, backpack. Peppy. Dude, that movie was Would you fucking... say that I have a plethora of pinatas? Oh, we're not doing bad, bad Hispanic? No, I'm talking Door the Explorer. I watched that movie like a couple weeks ago. I was doing uh, Three Amigos. Oh, never saw it. What? Yeah. This is Singing Bush. You've seen Three Amigos, right? Hey, remember the time we were talking about the Hills Run Red? <laughs> yeah, my bad, dude. My bad, dude. I'm lost, Whatever. man. Dude, I, I could talk Chevy. I could wax poetic on Chevy Chase movies. Can you day. talk about Chevy Chase for about 45 more minutes? Uh, I could. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't think I've seen that movie since it came out. I love that That's movie. how long ago it's been. All right, all right, all right. Martin right. Short, though. Yeah, dude, and Steve Martin. It's fantastic. More Steve like Martin s- is one of my favorites of all like time. More like Steve Farton. All right, right, so. Um, <laughs> how dare you. All right, uh, all right, here we are. One time nah. thing, Serena's a whore, Lalo's a piece of shit. Later in the trip, they stop at a gas station that was featured in one of the production stills. That's right. So Tyler tries to interview a few of the locals to see if they remember anything about the movie. It was mostly primered. <laughs> right. You could smooch bitches at those movies. Oh my, he can banana. One woman recalls that Wilson was kind of odd, uh, so much so that he went to the local slaughterhouses for actual blood to use in this movie. Which I thought was kind of neat, because then they cut back to the trailer. It's neat! Where, like, they literally pour blood down the hills, and, like, you know, you fucking see a hand pop up out of it. I didn't, I forgot to talk about it earlier, but, like, that's actually a pretty cool part in the trailer that somebody made. Like, that was fucking neat. I liked that. Would you, in fact, say that the hills have, a run red? They're alive. With With the the sounds of arteral spray. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, uh, th- then this woman actually recognizes Alexa from when she was a girl. Um, Alexa, buy small children. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. They interview another guy named Sonny, uh, as he recalls that they showed the movie at the local drive-in, but had to stop because someone was murdered during one of the showings. And Sonny's fucking interview is hilarious. He's like, so I had this fucking Chevelle or whatever it was. And he's like, it's mostly primer and Bondo and shit like that. But the, the headers were good. And they're like, fucking cut. Cut. And then he starts dropping truth bombs. He's like, all right, reset. And then he's like, all right, so the car. And then like fucking the Lalo's laughing. Fucking Tyler's losing his shit. The backseat was coated in PJ, if you guys know what I'm Serena's saying. Serena's fucking holding the fucking mic trail. and thinking about fucking Lalo's hard-ass schnoz. You guys uh, catch all the red symbolism going around? It's there. We'll rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Here, let's just take a break and rewatch red. the movie, and we'll, <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, so... Um, as they drive away, Alexa then recalls more about the film uh, and how the local guy, a local guy played Babyface, uh, but he was a little slow, so Wilson would have to show him exactly how to do the scenes. 
Uh, but this didn't scare her because her father made her understand that this was all pretend. He had a case of baby Hueyitis. <laughs> That's me being very uh, kind and yeah. not saying the words we usually He's say. He's a big boy. But you know what? Lalo actually covers that down later, and I appreciate it. Was he a thick boy? <laughs> Damn, boy! He's, He's a thick-ass thick. boy! What? Damn! Damn! <laughs> It's hard not to. That's so good. As they run out of road, on their way to the farm now, uh, where they want to to find where the movie's been filmed, the gang abandons the car and head on foot. Before they do, though, Lalo shows Tyler that he brought a gun and some flares just in case some shit is going to go down. Because he talks about in the car, he's like, this is the problem. Everybody leaves the city and no one's prepared with a gun. You get no cell reception. Right? Lalo's like, oh. I get better reception out here than I do in the city. Also, here's my gun. Uh, I Smart move on, on Lalo for bringing a piece, but then Tyler totally acts like a liberal soy boy cuck and flips out about his fucking gun. <laughs> what uh, are you packing, bro? I don't know your pro 2A. <laughs> he said, straight out of Compton, brosh. As they walk away, you see a Reagan sticker on the bumper. <laughs> it says Trump 2021. <laughs> Oh, God, let's get through an episode without bringing that up. I Until hope. I bring it up. <laughs> Gotta crack me another Baruski. I went some... to the hat store and I got myself a hat. <laughs> Bowl of loudmouth soup here. No, that's brain tonic, my dude. Mm. No, brain tonic's the brown stuff. Mm. Speaking of. Mm. There you go. Let me grab a shot glass real quick. Help yourself to all of your booze. Yeah. All right, Captain so Dad. Boys. All right, Captain Dad story. You go. I'm going to get some brain tonic. In. All right, you got it. All right, Courtesy so as they boy. hike deeper into the woods, we notice that someone has been watching and following, following them the entire time. Alexa and Serena flap jaw about, like, what do you think the boys are talking about? And she's like, probably us and blah, 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 blah. Shit's going to go down. Mostly about how you're fucking your boyfriend's best friend. Yeah, so it's even kind of creepy, too, because, like, like uh, Alexa, order more toys was like, hey, uh, it looks like Tyler's a pretty good guy. I just want to kind of say, like, he got me fucking clean and off the junk somehow magically in, like, five days. And he didn't even fuck me? Right? Yeah. And he didn't even fucking, like, you know, put his fucking dipstick in my fucking squish mitten. As Peaches would say, uh, he didn't even help her fuck the pain away. You fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Did you just come in here with one shot glass? Oh, did you want one, too? Alexa, We're gonna wait. by male masturbator. <laughs> Alexa, order fleshlight. Hey, quick like a bunny. Go. <laughs> fucking guy comes in with one shot glass. Rude. How about next time you come in, your fucking mic's missing. Piece It'll be shit. in my butt. Piece of shit. I don't want to put that guy in charge. It makes me mad. All right, so, um, you know, they're talking, and, like, you know, Serena's like, you know what, Tyler is a good guy. He's one of the fucking goodens. And then it's like, really? Do you really think that? After you fucking fucking stepped out on him and you realize, eh, man, ain't nobody fucking tear it up like Tyler tear it up. Yep. Tyler tear it up good. Does he, though? Dudes look like a fucking 10-year-old. I mean, he might. I don't know. Yeah, they never never give us the uh, evidence. Yeah. All Lalo's got is a fucking little dick and a big-ass nose, like fucking a parrot. <laughs> Like a parrot, like a parrot. <laughs> Just want my booze. Hurry up. This would have been done and over with. They hadn't been so goddamn selfish. I cannot believe you came back with one shot glass. Fucking amateur hour. <laughs> All right. 
right, to uh to, to Dogmaster Dan. To the Dark Lord Dogmaster. Cheers, clink, boys. Clink, clink, clink. May your wieners be as bulgy and your bushly bushes be bushly. Oh, I don't fucking boy. know. Alright. So as the two squaws are sitting there flapjawing with one another. They accidentally somehow Ooh. stumble across and step on a human rib cage with yeah, a large bitch. hook inside of it. Yeah. Tyler then recognizes this and their whole scene that they're in as part of the woods being from a certain specific scene from the movie. And Alexa play Rusty Chain by Alice in Chains. <laughs> Take my rusty chain and run. <laughs> Obviously, I don't say. It's Rusty Cage. Yeah, say fine. By the way. That's what happens when Nicholas. Wish I had my rusty chain, yo. When Nicholas Caves gives you a reach around after he has. Come on, Pablo! Don't you be one of the ghost peters, or don't you? In a perfect world, my friend. So Alexa then has a flashback to a woman who is suspended from some trees by some meat hooks and barbed wire. This is dope. While a camera is filming her, and Babyface stands by watching as he then slices through this rope and kind of sends this, like, reverse snare trap thing going on, and fucking the woman is just blown apart in several pieces. Ben. Simple Ben. Oh, Simple Ben's gone. We'll have to call you back, Simple Ben, if you're listening. We're going to call you back on the next break. Promise. We love love you, buddy. Uh... and this is actually a pretty cool scene. And you watch this and you're like, I don't see how this could possibly be fake in the world that they live in. This one looks pretty legit. Real talk. So we're getting all these little sampler kills and little jizz niblets or jib niblets or whatever. So I count this one as a death. Death number one, random chick. Ripped in half by chains. That's a shame. Babyface was just trying to hook up with her. Yeah. I got a girl split to death by trees. Whoa. So now it's night and... They ask Alexa, what is the origin of Godzilla? I can't hear her. She's not doing it. Uh, So they ask Alexa what the origin of Babyface is, and she tells them that his mother was raped by a mountain man, so his father, who couldn't stand the sight of him, cuts his face off and keeps him alive in the cellar. Youch. He tried to sew his face back on, but he couldn't, so instead he uses the face of a doll that he had nearby. And this is cool because this is when Lalo actually actually bring something to the movie. Yeah. And he's like, oh, great. Kind of pulls a Randy from Scream. Another bumbling fucking, you know, mongoloid giant man. Supernatural killer. Somehow is fucking bulletproof and shit like that. And they're like, she's like, no, no, it's not like that at all. But, excuse me, that's exactly what you expect when you see Babyface, plus any fucking killer of this size. Michael Myers kind of acts like this. Fucking Jason Voorhees is a fucking perfect example. Is the staple. Right? Uh, Crowley. Uh, That's Victor Crowley. Crowley. That's weird. In mine, I have... um, his mom got Cosby'd by some mountain man, Chud. And uh, they're doing their best to pay the homage to The Burning and or Friday the 13th Part 2. Can I get a hoo-hoo? <laughs> right, and we are back. So, I, I like that. I appreciate Lalo actually for fucking committing in this uh, part of the movie. That was fun. Probably he, the only worthwhile thing. He, he has a couple little bits throughout the movie. Yep. So, while everyone heads off for bed, uh, Tyler begins to review some of the footage as he notices that uh, Lalo and Serena are, like, clearly cuddling. Uh-huh. Yeah, she throws the fucking arm around. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but it's only one time. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. He's Big Spoon. She's Horse Spoon. Oh, Biscuit Head. So Tyler's reviewing the oh, footage he got at the gas head. station, and he spots Babyface in the woods in one of his shots. That's right, in the dailies. But he's startled by Alexa as she turns around. Me and on. Like, hey. <laughs> Alexa, play Twinkle Twinkle. 
Little boner. So then they take turns interviewing each other. He kind of asks her a couple questions the movie, and she's like, hey, tell me really why you want to find this. Uh, but they are then interrupted by someone moving around the woods behind them. Tyler goes to see what it is, but is suddenly knocked unconscious. All right, let me jump in here real quick. Just Go for briefly. it. So um, I noticed it was kind of weird. So you're reviewing your dailies at the end of the night. I mean, I get that. Uh, how many fucking battery packs did they bring? All I of mean, them. I'll say, like... Dogmaster Dan, I'll say. No, it, it just, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't, I'm not a fucking NYU film student or whatever. I, it, it's it's peculiar to well, me. Well, dude, I had a little Handycam HD one back in around 2009. And that thing, the battery lasts about 40 fucking minutes tops. Just eating the batteries. That's what I'm saying, man. Let the big dog eat. So, Tyler... Uh, comes to and finds himself tied with everyone else. Tied to this fucking chair! Sonny, Gabe, and Jimbo from the gas station gang are filming them with their own camera equipment, robbing them, and then planning to rape them. But before that can happen, deliverance style, someone tosses a pickaxe from deep in the woods and buries it in Sonny's back. Now here we are, 50 minutes into this film. This is only an 80-minute film. That's with credits. 80 minutes long. 50 minutes in, this is our first actual kill on screen. Well, Cincinnati Jeff, I, according to my calculations, that means it's uh, an hour and 20 minutes. Yes. My God. Honestly, the movie feels like a two-hour film. Like it's. Oh, I got it. I got it later. <laughs> Babyface comes out of the woods and kills Gabe with a pickaxe to the brain before taking a few rounds of buckshot to the back from Jimbo. It doesn't seem to phase him, however, as he turns around and then slices Jimbo's throat with a machete that he keeps on his back fucking Casey Jones style. I got a question. Was it buckshot or birdshot? He might have just got chained. It was Dick, <laughs> Dick Chaney. It was baby shot. Dick shot. Baby shot. Babyface grams Alexa as the others are helplessly tied together and watches, but before he can kill her, she begins to sing the Hush Little Baby Lullaby, which seems to calm him a little. She then takes Sun's off for the down, woods. coming down, big guy. <laughs> right? This is exactly what that fucking reminded me of. I have three kills of. when you're ready. Uh, and then, uh, so she runs off with Babyface giving chase, leaving everybody to fucking, you know, fend for themselves. Nachos, go. All right, so, uh... Death number two, Sonny was about to whip out his bono because <laughs> he was going to rape that chick. <laughs> he uh, died skiing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on cocaine. Yes. And then into a tree. Yes. From actual skiing. Yes. That's why I was born. All right. <laughs> death number three. Mom oh, hit a tree and you just whoop right out. Yeah. All right. Death number three. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm cooking that visual. And no, no, okay, okay, all right. Death number three. Uh, so we're talking about wh- which which one? I I have him as shit kicker two and three. I know Gabe, Sonny. Gabe is Gabe. the next one. All right, it's so he's the guy that gets the pickaxe to the top of his head. Come on, guys, don't be too hard on Babyface. I'm sure it was an accident. <laughs> all right, number three, Jimbo, or number four, <laughs> number four. Sorry, shit kicker number three. Boy, after he missed that shot, his I'm sure his face was red. And so it's his shirt and his pants and his feet because of his arterial spray. Because he bled a lot. That's the joke. And moving on. And good joke. <laughs> and great joke by Notches McWerewolf. By the mentally challenged uh, man-child. Next named up. Named after food in Irish lore. Next up, we'll play the soulful jazz sounds of the shit kickers. 
it's a, I just, it's, I only know Carol. It's Whisper a Dropkick Murphy's cover band, <laughs> but it's by people with stomas. <laughs> I'll let you guys tackle that one. Nope. <laughs> a guy made me touch his stoma one time in Dean's liquor. Hey, what happens in the bathroom cool. at Dean's liquor store? It's None not, of my business. It's not cool. All right. All right. Know. Anyway. Uh, all right. So Alexa runs off. Uh, leaving uh, Babyface gives chase, leaving Tyler and the fucking whores to fend for themselves. Tyler breaks free, decides, hey, you know what? You fucking cheated on me, and you're a piece of shit friend, but I'm going to fucking cut you free. Uh, Serena and Lalo head off to the car while Tyler heads into the woods to find Alexa so they don't leave her behind. As they make their way to the car, this is smart here. Serena calls 911 while Lalo tries to figure out how Babyface could survive the shotgun Alexa, play 911's a joke. And discovers that the gang was actually using blanks in their shotguns. Yeah, I would kind of break this reveal down to me because... Uh... So my brain meets Serena is on the phone with 911 and she's like, Hey, we're, we just seen some people murdered. We are in, uh, for whatever area, Stixylvania. Yeah. And at a camp, like near a campsite and camp. Whoa. 911's like, uh, there's like 19. Can you please be more specific? She's like, there's some, fucking no, there's some the trees around. Yeah. Fuck. I can see the there's moon. The fucking trees, man. Yeah. Not raping trees. There's the no, little no dipper stump right above me. Just come to where the little dipper is. Uh, over there is that fucking place where I dropped my gum that one time. And that dead ass body. Yeah. I'm underneath the North Star. Please yeah. help me. So and then, but Lalo's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like he's trying to figure it out as he's running, and he's got the shotgun. He picks it. He picked up the shotgun to like. He's like, "Yo, dude, there's blanks." Frosh. And he fucking like he goes to fucking I guess reload it maybe, and he realizes that they're blanks, and he shows it to. Serena. Then the ghost of Bruce, he's like, "Those weren't blanks." Oh, it's Brandon Lee. Bruce Lee died from a headache. Yeah. Not really a headache, but yeah, you know. We'll get to that. All right. Tyler eventually stumbles onto the farm while Serena fails to provide an accurate location to 911 operator, but soon abandons the call as Babyface starts to chase them. Lalo tries to fight him off with some road flares as Serena runs away, but Babyface ain't fucking around, and he just shoots Lalo instead with his own gun. That's dope. I do love this fucking reveal. It's kind of like... We haven't heard the rattling in a minute kind of thing. And so he, like, sparks up the road flare and holds it over. And Baby is like, hey, guys, what's hey, up? Blah, blah, blah. I'm real creepy looking. <laughs> like, oh, uh, that, that was a good reveal. Hey, guys, here I am. Just like uh, when I pull my dick out. Turn the lights back on. Oh, hey, baby face. Uh, which way back to the uh, to town? Oh, it's back to where you came. Motherfucker. <laughs> I do like how fucking he tries to like, he gets all fucking ninja-fied with it. Like he's like, watch a lot of anime. Then baby face just pulls out a fucking nine and just shoots him. <laughs> Shoot you with your own gun, pimp. <laughs> Gives him the old fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah. Boosh. <laughs> yeah, low-key baby face had diarrhea. Right? Um. So... Meanwhile, Tyler sneaks into the farmhouse and sees that it is filled with posters, memorabilia, and all kinds of things from the Hills Run Red movie. Genuinely, my hundreds of rolls of film footage, including mm-hmm. some shots of him at the strip club with Alexa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole time he's he's still filming. Yeah, Alexa, it's... order more beer. Alexa, yeah. buy more stripper food. Alexa, play the latest episode of Here Comes the Spooky Podcast. Wow, we're doing the gif. It's a conundrum. <laughs> he sneaks around some more like a sneaky bitch sneaking around in Sneaksville. Finds Alexa tied to the bed. Alexa! Hey, girl, what's up? Orders more condoms and then rescues her. They realize that her dad is still alive, making his movie and killing people for real this time as they try to escape. For real? At the same time, 
Serena the bitch is chased to the farm by Babyface. See, I have Sabrina the witch. <laughs> she tries to get help vary. from a man That's in a rocking copyright. chair, but it turns out to be just another bloody-skinned corpse. Babyface then bursts through the door. No, he fucking goes diesel ham. Doot, right? Badoosh! As uh, fucking Tyler and Alexa and Serena all meet up on the porch. Alexa, Tyler the creator. <laughs> Babyface beats the shit out of Tyler while Serena says, literally, says, fuck this, and runs off. She fucking, I'll say it, frubbagas! Babyface then grabs Alexa, who looks worried, but her whole demeanor suddenly changes as she tells Babyface to fetch. No, she says... And he goes after Serena instead. She says, go watch Fletch. (laughs) That's a great movie. I love Fletch. Dude, straight up, one time, VH1, you know, I used to show the 80s classics. Straight up now, tell me. Kind of fucking really getting wanna... off sidetrack here, but you brought it up. Oh, I was getting oh, ready for oh. fucking senior year, right? Ready to go into school. It was like 7 o'clock, and I'm putting on my fucking shoes, seven and I turn on VH1, and Fletch was playing. F- Fletch was playing on VH1, because they used to show 80s movies in early in the morning. I fucking stopped, did nothing, watched Fletch, then went to school, missed all the first period. <laughs> Because we still had block scheduling then, so like oh, every class yeah. was like 90 minutes. Yeah. Watched all the Fletch was great. I get there. Uh, it was Lindauer. Miss Lindauer was my teacher for first period. Probably got off Miss, easy. I did not get in trouble. She was like, where Shocking. have you been? I was like, so Fletch was on, and I just, I finished it. She's like, sit down. And I, like, that was the end of it. I just finished watching Fletch. I love Fletch. Fletch lives also good, not as good, but Fletch is fantastic. So, All right, so hold on. So, Serena hides in a small shack that she realizes is filled with dead corpses that they kind of allude to earlier about being this smoke house where they hide the dead bodies and smoke them. The meatery. And then they turn them into fucking meat for the chili. All right, so let me jump in real quick. Go ahead. All this whole shit where Babyface is hunting (laughs) Serena, not Sabrina, kind of reminds me a lot of, like, Dead by Daylight. And honestly, how cool would that be if Babyface was going to be a killer in the game? And uh, That would actually be pretty badass. Honestly, it's Because so... I do like Dead by Daylight. It's no Friday the 13th, the game. Thanks, Marshall. Uh, Marshall Hampton from the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. The third. I'm just kidding. He's actually uh, from it's... the Horrible Horror podcast. But he was on two episodes of ours. Got him. Uh, so they go to the smokehouse and it looks like fucking uh, Pinhead's wet dream. This... I actually, I like this scene. This is actually pretty cool. Probably one of the best ones in the movie, by the yeah, way. This, this part ain't bad. This part ain't shabby. So, Serena then is like, fuck, I'm kind of screwed here. Fucking hanging out in this fucking dead shack with all these fucking bodies. Uh, and Babyface is making his way to her. So, she looks for a place to hide. She sees a set of fucking rags, like old clothes from all these fucking dead Sticky bodies. Sticky jizz rags. Then, Babyface busts in. He goes to look for her. He also notices the fucking thing of dead rags. Fucking tears it apart. Serena, nope. nowhere to be found. Babyface is like... Where she, she at? She got me. She fucking Scooby Dooed my ass. Where that bitch is? I'm looking in the top of the filing cabinet. She's in the bottom, kind of thing. <laughs> so he fucking takes off. She turns out was hiding in a 55 fucking gallon drum of blood, blood. which is great. And she fucking comes out of it like a boss, full That's of fucking dope. human blood, dude. That's she's like, <sighs> no, she comes out of it like Ronnie Dobbs from uh, dude, fucking whatever, Run dude. Ronnie Rum out of that oil tank. It's like, man, y'all see that they they all put me in here. Fucking comes out like Rambo, dude. It's awesome. Rambona. She then uses those fucking old rags, cleans herself off, then takes 
some clothes. A I, jerky shirt. I'd say fresh clothes, but they're not. But takes clothes off the hanging bodies and redresses herself. No, real this talk. This is cool because, like, normally in a situation like this, I'm sorry to cut you off, but normally in a situation like I need this, it. you see fucking women in these kind of roles, like, freaking out and, like, can't handle their shit. And I don't like Serena. She's a fucking horrible human being and a shitbag cunt. But damn, does she fucking handle this fucking part real well? She's probably a free bleeder. <laughs> Oh, you like talking Paula Cole, fucking Sonny Came Home kind of shit? Just, yeah, sure. blah, there oh, it is. We, up the we arm. talking Diva Cups here? We're talking just Shark Week all the time? No, no, no Diva Cups. Sans just Diva Cups. Mm-hmm. Keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding. But really, though, that this this was a really cool scene. Yeah, it was. You don't normally see the women in horror movies, even the, like the final girls, Are actually you? getting down like this. Yeah, I never see the descent. Okay, anyway. That's a little different. That's a little different. You're a little different. So, all right. Moving on. Later, Tyler regains consciousness and finds himself in a room with footage from the Hills Run Red, as well as hundreds of film reels, all marked with the movie title, but dates well beyond 1982. As Wilson Wyler Concanon walks into the room, very much alive, mm-hmm. and looking like William Sadler... A little bit. And Tyler begins to realize that everything that led them there was bullshit and that Alexa was pretty much just catfishing him. Honestly, I think he looks more like David Lynch than he looks like William Sadler at this point. Am I right? Alexa, bullshit artist. <laughs> bullshit artist. <laughs> we didn't do Alexa. So she obviously's acting the part to draw them artist. in. Um, as we cut to Serena escaping the little smoke shack. Uh, and we find that the the whole, you know, it's clear, I can make it out, is fucking baby face. He's just hanging out up top, this singing fucking R&B hits. <laughs> Jumps down on fucking top of her and fucking knocks her out. Clobber knocks her! And then uh, she he takes her, uh, ties her up along with Lalo and Serena. Yes. So, uh, you were talking, uh, this, this looks a little familiar to you, the whole jumping down scene. Oh, because straight up, it's from the... Uh... Friday the 13th, the remake. Maybe right. they borrowed from each other. Realistically, I think they probably ripped it off of this movie. Could be. I mean, they both came out the same year. Might be a little quinky dinky. That's what know. I'm saying. Yeah. And this is one that I know like got like a weird release. So, 2009, it got released in Seattle like for like a short run. And then... Uh, came out like a few months later they on had DVD. It in the, they had it in the cons for a while. Like the horror movie cons. So, we do find Alexa has uh, now got Lalo and Serena tied up and she's torturing them. She's fitting Lalo with like this weird rib cage Whoa, fucking S&M yeah, like, torture device thing. Kind of looks like some Mad Maxian or almost fallout-ish. Getting that little squeeze going, having that flesh and L- Little hot dog flips. Through. Little hot dog flips, yeah. And Lalo and Serena are obviously fucking freaking out and Babyface comes in and they all realize the truth as Babyface takes Serena away to rape her. Oh, did they do the Ivy? Hold on. Yes, continue. Wilson then, back to them, shows Tyler some footage about how he killed the first babyface actor for not getting his performance right. And after a while, he used Alexa's son, who grew up around the murders, and even cut off his own face to commit and play the part of babyface in real life. All right, so uh, keep keep going. You got the death? Oh, yeah. Oh, are we talking when Wilson actually kills Babyface? Mm-hmm. Okay, so death number five, OG Babyface. Lights, camera, 
Axum. <laughs> Get it? Cause he's got an axe and he killed him. That's your, that's a bogey joke. Let me ask you a few questions. You gotta ax him. So Tyler then sitting there tries to do some quick math, and he's like, "Wait a minute, that can't be right. That can't be her son." She's older. When Wilson she looks. helps him out real She's quick with the long division, and says that Alexa is older than she looks. And she had him when she was 13. Well, almost 13. Yikers. And that obviously he raped her when she was 12 after his wife had died and he was lonely. I was lonely, though. And then shows Tyler some footage of him being uh, a little pervy. He's like, don't tell me you don't fucking want a piece. And it's like footage of Tyler in the motel room groping Alexa while she's passed out during the detox. Dude, so there's a line where he goes, she sure can't take direction. I'm like, no, she sure can't take an erection. Am I right, bros? (laughs) (laughs) She knows how to take good dictation. I do like how Tyler's sitting there and he's like, floppy titty. Mm, There it is, girl. I don't get it. I don't don't understand the draw. Like, I'm never just grabbing tits while girls are fucking passed out. I mean, I've maybe never found myself in a situation where it was... Uh, I could do it. I don't know, but it's just... Hey, that reminds me of the part where we redact an entire part of in an episode. It just... No, it just... It seems weird because up to this point, Tyler's the hero. And this kind of feels... My point is this kind of feels slapped together. Yo, like, even to heroes him, like titties, my Make dude. him even... Like, make him just as shitty as the rest because, like, this yeah, it, this if, takes if him down back, quite a few pegs. If you pegs. go back to where he's filming everything he's doing going in when he finds a film room and uh, sees the reels of him and the stripper, it's like... He's no different than the rest of them. He's just obsessed. You know, but there, he's obsessed with the film. Here, he's just grabbing titties to grab titties. You know what? He, he was, was making weird too. <laughs> he, he was making sure them tits weren't ODN. There we go. <laughs> that's, it's, that's how you, you, you... They're supple. There's right. life force. Still. If the nipple pops out, then the turkey's done. So he was on patrol. Thanksgiving, <laughs> eh? <laughs> motherfucker. Meanwhile, Lalo Sorry. is Sorry. getting tortured and loving it, while Serena is being tied up by Babyface. She tries to sing the lullaby that Alexa sang to him earlier that day, but she doesn't quite remember the words. But she it, looks fucking disgusting. She I looks like say, a microwave she's wearing slug. like the crusty clothes that she took off the corpses and no, shit. No, her face it looks like her, so many hot glued bluffs bulging, man. ropers all over her face. It's no bueno. Well, it doesn't matter anyway because Babyface leans in, and this is my favorite reveal from the whole movie. Yes. He looks her dead in the face as he's kind of bobbing along to her singing the lullaby and says in the perfect voice, you can keep singing if it makes you feel better. Letting us know that this is not a massive, lumbering, under underdeveloped human mountain that we've all come to expect from our slashers. And she is fucking shocked, speechless. He's just an Fuck, look at me, dude. Fire. So am I. First time seeing this, I'm like, whoa, because like you see the footage of him cutting his face off. You can clearly see his jaw hanging underneath the mask. And it's like, damn, dude, he, he looks like um, I expected a little lumpy boy. Just kind of. Nah, nah, nah. But like this, guys. this was good. This, this, he looks like distinguishes him. He's when like, he got jaw cancer and he's got the <laughs> floppy pussy mouth. No, that's what he gets for talking shit. And I hope he gets his mouth all fucked. I think he's dead. I think he's dead. Dig him up. Dig him up. <laughs> His dick gets no fuck. <laughs> Damn, boy. <laughs> Damn, boy. He's got that floppy-ass jaw. But this, I mean, th- this was cool. singing because this dick is going to that flop jaw. <laughs> this was a really good reveal. Holy I shit, like this buddy. because, no, like, 99% of the fucking time, the killer like this is some sort of, like, bumbling chud. Like, crazy yeah. gargantuan yeah. fucking. Or fucking uh, yeah. uh, Mardi Gras beef face. Especially when they're inbred, like, wrong turn and things like that. Or Leatherface. Like, you you come to expect these things that just cannot talk oh, and do. speak, just murder. 
and he's clearly articulate enough to speak this way and to explain like go ahead and do it it makes you feel better but i'm going to rape you either way yeah you're getting raped i i have to do a little callback real quick earlier when they were running to the kincaid or con cannon household i uh because we got Dogmaster here. They were actually going to the Franklin Franklin house. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And then I came in uh, Roger Ebert's dead mouth. So, go ahead. So, while this is all going on, Wilson pushes Tyler, who is tied to a wheelchair, by the way, to go meet the rest of them in a barn as he explains why he kept on killing and filming the way that he did. He wanted to keep making the movie and adding more and more realism to draw the audience in, and he couldn't stop. It just kept getting better and better. You mean like George Lucas? <laughs> what I mean, other than you know crushing some younglings, what did he do? A couple of Gungans, um, George sand Lucas, people? Uh, George Lucas actually is known for going back and re-recording, you know, fixing his films he's not fixing things he keeps he keeps making new footage george lucas keeps ruining old footage my childhood is ruined (laughs) so they get to the barn uh they find alexa the doria and her big ass titties (laughs) and her android blue eyes she's a specimen she is filming her torture of lalo but wilson is pissed because the only thing he hates more than bad timing is actors who think they can direct. Straight up. And I like this part, too. This is my second favorite part. Because, obviously, Wilson, classic OG fucking director of a slasher flick, he wants realism, but he wants it sold for a reason. Not just fucking torture porn. Not this Saw bullshit. Looking at you, Eli Roth. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like Saw. But I'm a slasher guy. I like a reason, a reasoning behind this stuff. A, a madness to the murder that makes Are sense. Are you talking about a method to the mayhem? That sounds like a rap song that I want to listen to, or like a KFMDM fucking kind of thing that I really want to listen to. And Fischl, and Fischl. Right after this bump from Cricket and the Fart Boys. The new NPR album. God damn it, I tried your stick and it didn't work. Yeah, so you gotta do it like this. And this is Kermit the Frog speaking to you live for NPR radio here on the CNC Fart Factory. And before we take a break, we just want to do real quick and plug Cloxy's Comics. If you're looking for some new comics, go to Cloxy's. And now this new jazz music is brought to you by KMFDM. It's called Ultra. Now you feel that you can't hurt me. And take it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got nothing, dude. How do you follow that act? Alright, alright, so We're in the home stretch. Like and I and I got so I, I agree with Wilson here, right? I prefer the straight on slashers with even even a tiny shred of fucking reasoning behind it. Like cropsy with like, oh, I got fucking burnt and I escaped the fucking escape board. Or or my favorite fucking tiniest, thinnest thread, New Year's Evil. Got no fucking real reasoning behind it. Just New a Year's pissed off evil! Just a pissed off husband. But I can buy into it, right? Just this, trying to take my kid to the, the torture, Rose Bowl. The torture porn stuff. I, I like Saw. I I love the first one. The second one's fun with Donnie Wahlberg. I think but like after I think that, you get about the first losing, three, and then the you know, rest can it just, fuck off. It just ruins it. I'm not a big torture porn fan, and like, like he cuts it pretty good. Ooh, right your here, Alexa history would say otherwise. <laughs> how about uh, Dogmaster, how do you feel about that? Do you prefer more of the traditional style, or do you like the uh, torture porn kind of stuff? In general, uh, just straight slasher. But 
That being said, I like the creativity that comes with some of the torture porn. You I, do see some good deaths that way. I know? also love straight uh, slasher butt. <laughs> like in like in part two? Or like when you're hanging out with a uh, Michael Jackson impersonator and you're <laughs> shooting ropey, you know, uh, greasy strangler joke. Just moving on. Give so, me the Hanna in the hoo-hoo. I got Billy you, come Vince. on. <laughs> Alright, so he calls now. Wilson now calls her baby face to get out there with him, leaving Serena all by herself. Serena then escapes her chains, arms herself with a meat cleaver. You mean she's going to bust that rusty reason, cage and run. While Wilson directs Babyface and Alexa to kill Lalo. Tyler tries to distract them. As Wilson and Alexa start to argue about the film, passion, and structure, as she yells at Wilson to get the kill. He says, you know what? You're right. And shoots her in the chest with Lalo's gun. This fucking thing has changed hands quite a bit, by the I way. I mean, let's Which just... Which also comes back later to be kind of weird. It's almost like a retcon. And he says, there's only one director in this family. And after she dies... Babyface comes to her side, attacks Wilson as Tyler escapes. Wilson tries to stop him, but Babyface stabs him in the chest several times before going after Tyler. As he goes in for the final kill, Serena comes out of left field, out of whore field, by the way, <laughs> stabs Babyface with the chest with a sharp piece of steel. And, so it, and I'm a little confused here because you don't really see her grab this. Sure. She armed herself with a meat cleaver, and then she like stabs him with like... The world's longest railroad spike. Don't get me wrong. He's maybe, dead. Maybe even a piece of cool, barb. But, like, what's going on with that? That's weird. I don't, what's that, going on with that? Could have been, like, a cut thing. Let me jump in here real quick. I mean, what is this, really? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, rebar? What is it? Airline food. So, okay, uh, little baby faces watching his mom. Dying his arms tonight. <laughs> and uh, then fucking Wilson Kincaid's like, ah, oh, you fucking pussy bitch. And then he fucking Goldberg spears his ass. And then fucking little bitch ass Tyler. Like Santa slays across the table, James Conn style. Tell him I'm your father. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then fucking plunges deep down into him. And then, uh, wait. So, what is it? Death number. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We missed Lalo and this one, by the way. Uh, death number six, Lalo. I had a really bad pun, but I'll just go with, no, fuck that guy. No, fuck that guy to death. Fuck him. He doesn't get a clever pun. As James Conn would call him, he's half a fag. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. James Conn said it, not me. Oh, okay. That's fact. Well, we didn't even say retard earlier, so I guess <laughs> we're okay. Take that, Aaron. I'm going to follow that up. All right, death number silly. Death number seven, Wilson Kincaid. Looks like he got the director's cut. <laughs> and then Babyface, death number eight. There goes the franchise. <laughs> For now. All right. So as this all goes on, right, Alexa comes to out of nowhere. And knocks Serena out with a shovel before turning on to Tyler. Yo, real talk? And puts his ass down. Has anybody in this room ever been hit in the head with a shovel? No. Not don't, in this room. Don't. Don't do it. Did your brother hit you with one? Yeah. I believe it. Me too. <laughs> and the shovel. What year is it? <laughs> 
So uh, Tyler then now comes to for like the fucking third time. By the way, it's like the third time he's been knocked out and regained consciousness in this movie. That's lazy writing. He's still I'll say it. He's now he's still back in the wheelchair. He's been tied up again, and he finds himself in like a mock movie theater surrounded by dozens of dead uh, bodies. Oh, you mean the theater of death, including all his friends? Well, I say friend, Lalo. Is that really your friend? Kind of banged your girl. Probably not. Probably right. Not. As Alexa starts the movie for him yeah. to watch. She's like, I hope you like it. It's a rough cut. And she's, f- like, showcasing the movie from start to finish, but also filming him at the same time reacting yep. to all the deaths that he now realizes are, in fact, real. That's called meta. Also, she too. got shot in the gut. And Alexa yeah. leaves time. Oh, yeah. Did I miss that? You said chest. Okay. I mean, it, torso, but, like... But Lower I mean, bleed out zone. When they made it look like a, when it happened was up in the chest. You're not wrong, Danimal. You're not back, wrong. It's down there on the fucking right side of her gut. You better talk to Dave about that. What about Dave? That's not a real thing. Dave! So Alexa then leaves Tyler to it to watch this movie as countless real murders are leading him right up to Lalo's. And he fucking just slowly loses his mind from it all. Cut to the credits. But, not to the end of the movie. In the post credit scene, which is something I did not know about until today, I texted Dogmaster Dan as soon as it happened. I watched the movie when you first showed it to me, finished it, liked it, moved on. I was watching it today, finishing up a notes right there at the end, and I let it go as I'm typing up my last little bit. And here comes the fucking end credits. And then a couple seconds into it, the end credits scene show up. Alexa walks into the room where we see Serena alive, but chained to the bed. Alexa well, says she, she has something for her. She sews a new baby face mask and says, do you think he'll like it? As the camera pans out to show Serena is pregnant while Alexa begins to sing the hush little baby lullaby. And then a hand creeps out of her pussy and grabs the, the mask. End. Probably would have been. I didn't something. know about this, and this is the first time I've seen this. And I texted you, and you'd already you'd already watched me, but you hadn't seen this part, so you had to go back. I'd and watch, watch it, it twice, and I didn't even. See, I watched it again today when I was cleaning out my shit in the basement. And, and I, I asked I Nachos, I was like, it. "Did you know about this?" And you were like, "Yep, I knew everything." So, <laughs> all right, a little bit of, little bit of rape, baby. Yeah. So straight up, when little lullaby shit, fucking. Not Janessa. Sorry, that's Jason X. Sorry. Uh, Let me put the microphone next to yeah, my please. face. Uh, no, dude. Sabrina or Serena can't act to save her fucking life. Yuck. Now, I don't mean in this specific scene. I mean the entire I, movie. She was selling me on the fucking sex stuff. Well. Dogmaster you know, Dan, how do you feel about she that? She actually did look pretty fucking brutal. You know, actually, the look was yeah. there. Acting maybe not so much, but the look was there. Plus... As she's screaming as the camera cuts away and like goes back to the credits, that actually got me pretty good. Now, maybe it's because my first time seeing it and I was excited because I didn't know it was there. But well, it got me kind of hard. Nice. So, <clears throat> well, even so going I'm talking, back, you're worried about what I said. What? Even going back to with the baby face when they're kind of alluding to the rape, but it wasn't like a thing. Her eyes bulging. 
dude. And this scene, they're fucking really fucking giving out. It got even worse in the post credits. That was fucking gnarly. It looked like somebody took a three foot dildo and slapped her in the back of the head, and she was. It looks like she fucking spent three seconds on fucking Mars from Total Recall, and they're like, capture it. That's it. Cut. (laughs) Print. I'm Quaid! You think I'm the real? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. done. You kids want to see a dead body? So we have eight kills, counted eight kills on screen, which is it's what we're tolerating on screen that we normally get. Usually, there's always one that are off screen. Now, don't get me wrong; we saw countless fucking kills when Tyler's watching the movie. Those were samplers, brah. I gotta be honest; I think we're all gonna agree on the same one. Okay. Actually, mine might surprise you. Okay. So, number one, girl split in pieces by the trees. Number two, Sonny, pickaxe to the back. Got bono. Number three, Gabe, stabbed in the head with a pickaxe. Number four, bono Gabe, pickle. throat slit with a machete. Squatched. Number five, babyface actor, chopped to death by the axe. Recast. Number six, Lalo, tortured to death. Fuck that dude. Number seven, Wilson Kincannon, stabbed repeatedly. Recast. Number eight, babyface, Impaled. Debatable. Alright, so favorite kills. Guess go first. Dogmaster Dan, what did you like? Tree yeah. rip. Tree Tales rip. Down. Uh be, 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 it, just nachos? it looked good. I mean, dude, straight up. That, that's where the money went. I mean, not saying like this movie is ugly and dog shit, but like there was a CG budgie. It's that. Uh but fuck. If I had to pick my personal favorite. Yeah, it's tree rip, dude. Or are you kind of gunning the Laszlo kind of shit? Nope. No? All nope. right. Cincinnati, All right. Jeff, where are you going with this? So it's, so it's funny because I, I knew you'd pick the tree rip. I'm actually surprised at yours. I thought that was... And I thought you were actually going to side with me on this one. I went with babyface actor chopped to death. Now, here's the thing here. You don't really see this one. It does happen on screen, but you it don't do. see the gore. Yeah. But what I like about this kill over all the others is that this is the one that sets clearly sets and defines the fact that this thing was happening for real. And one of the greatest things, because you fucking hear horror stories about fucking directors be like, get it fucking right, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, that's And like, not only does he show him how it's done, he follows fucking through and finishes yeah. it for him. Potentially being the first death ever in this franchise, in this universe, of the whole movie. You mean like John Landis from Twilight Zone? He died with those kids. No, John Landis is still alive. You're thinking Vic Morrow. Oh, yeah, Vic Morrow. Yeah, that was those kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll say that for I think I left the tree rip just because that's the first... Uh, it is a good one, though. What's the first look you look... Where you really find out that is what they were doing. So, I see where you're coming from, too. So, yeah. Mine is definitely the most uh, mundane and PG of all the kills. Well, I wouldn't say that, bud. It's a good one. It's still a good I'm one. on board, dude. I just love the way William Sadler's like, let me fucking show you how it's done. Give me the fucking mask. And you see it twice already in the movie. Yeah. And like, if you're quick enough, you can see that Babyface is not wearing a flannel, and then he's wearing a flannel, and he's not wearing a flannel, he's wearing a flannel. And you're like, what's going on here? I think that's what it's like working with Kubrick kind of <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> we did the scene 27 times. We did it 47, but yeah. with a new and this, actor. From all the times uh, I've seen yikes. this movie, that death stuck with me the most. And I, even again watching it recently, forgot about the tree death, but always remembered this one. And that's why I picked as my favorite. 
Now, nachos. Uh. What is your boggle? My boggle? You ready for some stuff you should know? Hit me, boy. All right, Dogmaster. So, I can only find two things that I would consider trivia. Now, this is the funny part. When I go to IMDb and, like, other websites and look up trivia on movies, a lot of times... I get two things. One, when it's like like classic OG kind of shit, like Friday the 13th or Halloween, there's so much fucking trivia that it just seems unreal. Like, uh, you know, we were filmed this way, and we had to come back for, like, extra shoots, and it was, like, two years later, but we did a really good job. Or, like, Bing Crosby was the fucking neighbor, and my his son was in the fucking movie, and we all smoked weed together. It's, like, the weirdest fucking shit, right? Right. Like, on those big movies, they have, like, fairy tale kind of fucking, like, scenarios that you're, like, would not believe. It's just somehow the world and the universe all came together to provide such crazy fucking insight. And then you get shit like this. Where there, I'm sorry, then you get other shit where there's nothing going on. Like, you get the trivia, it's like, oh, the movie was supposed to be 92 minutes, but uh, when they submitted it, it was only 91. It's like, oh, fantastic. Nerd boner splitting hairs. Then you get this kind of shit, All right, which is got, rare, pal? where they have 15, 16 entries of trivia, but it's really just shit you just know about that just filmed during the movie. It's not even trivia. It's like, did you know it was directed by so-and-so? What? Did you know that Wilson was played by the same guy from Bill and Ted? Orange Whip. And it's like, oh, yeah, I would love it. Yeah, you know, I would love an Orange Whip. Orange Whip? Orange Whip? So the two that I thought that were worthwhile out of all the ones I could find were, one, the writer of the film, David Chow, which is actually kind of weird to say. Chow. So it's an S and then Chow. David's Chow. Kind of funny. Shao? I don't know. Could be. Just guessing. I actually have no idea. I'm just overly pronouncing it. <laughs> Fair enough. Extra syllables. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, states that scenes were cut from the film for content by producers, even though they were in the script and filmed. According to David, they had been trying to get all the scenes from Warner Brothers since the film has been released, but unable to do so. They have been petitioning and petitioning and petitioning, even though Warner... Owning the franchise wants nothing to do with this film. So would this be like a MPAA cut or So it's 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 the it's the House of Bugs cutting it back because this was this is on their Dark Castle label. Okay. And, you know, they're like, hey, c- cut it back for the R stuff and leave the rest of the cutting room floor. They know it exists and they want it, like the director wants it, everybody wants it, but Bugs Bunny doesn't want to play ball because they just don't want to invest anything. And we've talked about this several times. This would be a great thing if all movie studios would just sign on. And I'm not sure what secrets they're guarding. Maybe they've got, like, the pee-pee tape or something, like, in this vault. But, like, can you imagine, like, giving nachos, like, $100,000 a year and unlimited access to the vaults of, like, Warner Brothers, Paramount, New Line, and just going through Real for Real. That's all he does all day and looks for shit that hasn't been in horror movies. Finds it. Right? $100,000 to go through all the studios. Every studio buys into it. Like a union kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody pays like twenty grand. So you're he saying does a it. cinematic grave robber. Yes. And he goes through it. He just Hell finds yeah. all the shit and he's like, here it is. This one was fucking marked Kazam. You belong in a museum. This one was marked in fucking Aladdin. Right? He finds it and he fucking says, here it is. He actually properly catalogs it and we can, as fans, could finally get it, re-enter into the shit. It doesn't 
take much as far as effort goes to like restore it and put it back into the Blu-rays. And then they make a killing off selling new box sets, which we as idiots will buy every fucking time. Because I don't even tell you how fucking many boxes I got on fucking Friday the 13th. Oof. Uh, I, legit, like... I mean, it, 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 the, the amounts of fucking money staggering. I'm sorry, go ahead. Hollywood is in turmoil. I mean, not currently. I mean, all of the above, but just like... It always is. There's weird warehouses that are catching on fire and rats are eating shit. Let me just slip in with my elite crew of fucking bone crackers and just find those motherfucking treasures. Or in, 40, there. or in 40 more years, we could uh, CG this shit. I mean, why? you can definitely find people to do it for free. Thank you, Dan. The reason Thank to you. pay them is so that you can ensure quality and ensure yourself against anything that might happen. But, like, you could really find, like, one super fan to be like, look, let me do this. Let me just fucking have free reign for years. I'll fucking find it. it if it exists, I will find it. I mean, and it's I'll already there. All they have to do is fucking make it match. The hard part is, is, anyway. like, sometimes this shit gets mislabeled. And, I, and yeah, lost. Sure. And I do understand sure. that. But it's it does exist somewhere, as most believe. Somewhere it exists unlabeled or mislabeled or whatever the case may be. This kind of position could find it. This individual, and he could bring it to us. He would, oh, he would bring it to the studios who then could bring it to us. For, and that would be his whole thing. That yeah. would, that would be all he exists for. I don't know why they don't do that. I mean, they fucking love double dipping and fucking making remakes and stuff like that. They want to re-release stuff. Do it again. Let's go. Well, I'll tell you why. Money for the people who can't see what I'm doing right now. Cash fingers. <laughs> Smallest violin. Yeah. They don't want to so, fucking pay for it. They're too cheap. They already got the real talk. It would be property, like, so it would be not? like me and Sean Clark. You know the dude that comes in and dips in and does like all those Hollywood hollowed grounds kind of shit from the Halloween. Anything like there's a Scream Factory. You know he's that dude. He's Even like, the studios you could you could set up where the studios pay nothing. I'm sorry, could pay be. nothing. It could be paid by Scream Factory, paid 100 percent of your salary, and paid. 1% of sales profit to each studio, or two, or whatever it is, right? So the studio does nothing but make money and provides you access. I'd be like, like, what is hiding there? What, like, the fucking extra scenes of fucking Shaq? Sorry, From I hate Steel? <laughs> like, I don't get it. You mean a national treasure? <laughs> Alright, so my next okay. piece of trivia, because I only had two and I had to go on long because I've only got two, is a sequence with Babyface raping Serena was filmed. And this is proven in the commentary, but ultimately cut from the final finished version of the film. Therefore, the end credit scene might seem confusing to most viewers. Holy and you don't ever see him rape it, her. It's there. But it's pretty heavily implied. It was implied, yeah. Wait, no. Is it about the, the deleted scene where he sings, baby love, baby love? No? Okay. No. Different. Different <laughs> cut. Okay. Oh, that was borderline. Over the borderline. <laughs> I just got it as I sang it. What's creepier? All right. Okay. All right. So we are now at our final cuts, final thoughts. Guests go first. Dogmaster Dan, what you like, what you didn't like, and give me your rating, sir. In general, I like the concept. I actually love the concept. Um, I was talking with nachos off, off whatever, off, Mike earlier. All fair. All fair. All fair. Um, I, I just think the execution is lacking. This could have been a really, really good fucking, like, a really good movie. I just thought execution was a little lacking. Uh, that it was put together kind of. It seemed rushed. I guess I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I I would say, and this is one of the true times. I will say, I will give a five out of ten. Everything was there. Just didn't happen for me. Um, I I do enjoy it, but it kind of fell apart. So that's fair enough. Fair enough. Do you think this movie merits a sequel or a prequel? 
or a remake. Well, going off of the end of the movie, the post credit, I'd watch another one. I mean, it's always that stinger, you know. Yeah, that's I'd, how they I'd, get I'd you. I'd watch it again. And you, you, you didn't know that until today. I texted yeah. you. Yeah, obviously. Uh, because before that too, I was still kind of pissed. But uh, yeah, you know, it's you were still... turning it off. You're like, there it is. Yep, credits there. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking like, done. Thanks, boys. Fuck. Get a boy. We got a, we got a fridge foul. <laughs> All right, nachos. Go ahead, take it away. All right, man. So, uh, I will say I'm the front runner of this movie. Do you uh, need adult supervision? Because I'll let you know when they get here. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, man. So, like, the first time I saw this movie, it's not bad. It's not bad. All right. So, anyway. Uh, now, hold on. Well, I, I have a... I don't mean to cut you off. I have a hot the paragraph. The first time you saw this movie, you felt not just half bad. Finally, it has happened to me. Wait, what? Now that you've... Oh, you feel oh. But I promise you, you were much more excited than half bad. Well, I got it right here. All right. I guess I never really thought about it, but the first half of this movie, we're kind of stuck with this fuck with these fucking annoying kids, and they're all about this Degrassi high school drama-ass bullshit. And I mean, sometimes the bro relationship between Tyler and Laszlo. Yeah, I'm calling him Laszlo. The fuck, Layla. Lalo. Lalo. We're about to your hit tongue. that Sabrina again. Hold your tongue and say Laszlo. Lalo. Yeah, Lalo. yeah, we nailed Lalo. it. That's exactly yo fuck boy with the beak. There we go. Uh, I buy their shit. They're cool for a minute, but until he's like plowing fucking basic bitch like nothing, nah. All right. So, uh, Serena, not Sabrina. She fucking sucks. Um, I think we spend about half the runtime dealing with these fucking idiots until shit when his shit hits the fan, and it does. And Chef's kiss. Can I ask you a question? Does she suck? As an actress, or does she suck as a character? Her or character or all of the above. Round trip, shut it down, throw her off the fucking planet, dude. She no, sucks. does she? Is her character suck because she's just a bad character, or does she suck because she's just a piece of shit? She's an adulterous whore. Well, they're not married, but fuck her anyway. I would say that maybe even stuff out then. She's well, the she actress, sucks. but you hate the character because she's a bitch. It's like doubling down. It's like hating. It's not. It's actually the exact opposite. Like hating Jason Isaac, who's an amazing villain. You hate him because he's so good. You hate him. She sucks. She sucks. Fair enough. And she's horrible. I can get by on that. All right. There you go. All right. I really wanted to fucking lay into this movie for the edgy, choppy editing and jump scares. But then I remembered when this movie came out, this is exactly what was going on. This was the creme de la creme. This, you know, so no faults there. You know, actually, if anything. Big fat thumbs up. I'll let it slide. The second half of the movie is fucking awesome, though. The gore is amazing. Boobs for a day. Z. With a Z. I put three Zs. I'm, I'm a rap scallion. Babyface and his twists, most of them are amazing. But straight up, when he tells... Serena. Oh, I thought you... Okay. Yeah, Serena. You can keep saying it if it makes you feel better. I fucking lost it, dude. That was fucking scarifying. That's dark. I think this merits a sequel, a prequel, and probably a remake. If I had to give this a rating, I'd say I would give it 7 out of 10 mutilated face-mutilating lullabies. And I think if I had to double feature with anything, I'd probably uh, double feature with Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Well, to be fair, you, you push that movie for any reason. Behind the Mask. 
It's an amazing movie. It is great. It's it good. Is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Good. Bobby E. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yep. I am surprised that you would say that it's a seven, but requires three more movies: a prequel, a sequel, and a remake on top of the original. So make it's it a, it's okay. a fresh idea at the time. All right. Uh, so, hey, me. Cincinnati Jeff. Yeah. What do you think? All right. So, I'm surprised to hear how you speak of this movie. Not so much Dogmaster. This with, was a fresh take with, for with me. this being, you know, his first time seeing it. But for you, very surprised because I what you had mentioned you. earlier that we were waiting on is that this was the first movie we chose for our inaugural pilot episode of the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. We what was the second one? We watched and recorded this movie before we even had a title of the podcast. <laughs> we had we had a title. What was it? It was Garbage Day. That's but right. we didn't really have it. And we got so drunk and high, we passed out in the attic of your mom's house. I woke up on the floor with the recording equipment still going. Oh, we we were talking about the Friday the 13th video game. And then this movie. And, and I let you in charge. 45 like, minutes of dinosaur noises, too. And I was that like, you, you take us through the movie. And it was like two hours in, and we'd only been through the first 30 minutes. Well, hot dog. And we just passed out. Because we started at Dogtown, we went to the gat, we went down to Nick's Pub, we wrecked that shit. Uh, then we ended up at fucking uh, not Drinky Crows. What is that joint? Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest. Then we went back to your mom's place, and then we took a bunch of shots. She came home. I smoked a bunch of weed. My mother would never smoke weed. She does dabs, fuck boy. And then. Uh... We got tore up from the floor up, yeah. and it was unsalvageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tried to fix it. Uh, plus, they had a window, a window unit uh, air conditioner that's just going the entire time, just going. Oh, and <laughs> raccoons were like clawing in through the ceiling too. And it was like, this is fucking awful. There's no fucking fixing this. But sadly enough, there are podcasts out there that just like take an iPhone six, turn the recording on while all the jacanery is happening in the background. We have integrity. That's what separates us from them. You Either have way, integrity. My point is, yeah, is that goblin. the way you feel about this now is very much different than how you felt about this then. And this was only a couple years ago. So we've been doing this for two years. And uh, we tried. Uh, we did that, I'd say, probably three and a half years ago. Maybe four. So and Sleepaway Camp was going to be our follow-up. So for me, the way I view this is the way I will always view this. I like this movie. And I like this movie well, a lot. I don't hate this movie. No, I don't. Th- no, I don't think that you hate this. I'm surprised at your score. I expected an eight out of you. A seven. It's close. I was about to give it a six point five, but I want to make sure you get to your car safe. Dogmaster gave it a five. That one I'm a little surprised with, but that's I hate this movie, and I know the Dogmaster watches shit. But sometimes he's like, "Hey, like." You know, have you seen some shit? Like, uh, what is it? Uh, what did the horrible horror guys do? Bunny the thing that killer uh, thing. Bunny the killer thing. Thank you. What what is the zoo the zoo uh, zombies? Yeah, zombies two. Those are fun. I They're dog zombies two yet. But like, we, I was talking about zombies two and Dogmaster's like, you seen zombies one? I was like, yeah. He's like, I like that. But they're I was surprised. Dog shit, but they're it fun. It was okay. But did you like zombies one or this better? Oh, I like this better. Okay, that okay that I feel a little bit better about this then. Yeah. I feel a bit a little bit. No, zombies zombies was some shit. All right, it was fun. Zombies two was... actually is pretty good, but I like this better. That's me though. Did you say it's. So, How but much better than one. Oh, Zombies Two is a I, lot better. I didn't like. Zoomies There's a helicopter to watch fight. The sequel yet? <laughs> it makes it fun. It's actually a prequel. Yo, low key. Really? If I 
if I know it's going to be on the horrible whore, my expectation, expect expectation, Brainy makes thinking. My little passion, they. I just checked the fuck out. I mean, with the handful of few movies, uh, like Intruder was dope. Oh yeah, we were on that episode. Check it out. That's also why it's all right. So I'm getting way sidetracked. Dope. All right, so I think this is a sleeper movie. This is one of these movies that don't nobody start with it, but watch seems it in to know about at all. Like. It checks all these boxes hard, right? Check like your it starts box out hard. with that great beginning where it's like, oh, this is horrible movie. Bring me that, that nobody has ever fucking seen, and we got it locked in a vault kind of shit. And you're like, all right, I'm kind of fucking intrigued, right? And then it turns out that the director is keeping it real by actually killing fucking people. This thing is easily franchisable, by the way. And by being my we call it Warner fr- Brothers, we call it a franchise. I'm surprised they don't. You could do the prequel. You could definitely do a sequel. As of now. When this movie was made, you, 11, could, you could definitely do the sequel. 11 years. Which would be fucking fantastic. And what surprised me most about this movie is after watching it is that a lot of people do not know about it. Even in the horror community, people do not know about this movie. Like Dogmaster, big horror fan, watches crazy shit all the Never time. It, yeah. I mean, you saw it's Night of the Dribbler before you saw this. Yeah. Ugh. And this has William Sadler in it. And he's great. And I told Dan on break, on my Dogmaster... I was out um, in Fargo one time, and I went to a horror movie or like a video store because I love going and buying like horror movies that I don't have. Trying to see what I, like one time I got Doctor Giggles on DVD for like two bucks. I'm like, this is fun. I'm gonna find this again. Uh, I bought Victim. We talked about Victim. Yep. And I bought two copies of this, and we had Captain Trips over here a while ago, way before we started the podcast. Yeah, his baby. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Hell yeah, Glenn Woo-woo. Lucas. And, uh, What's the acronym there? G L G L L. Oh! So we had Captain Trips over. It was he picked us up. He picked me up. We went to your place. Then we went back here, and I gave him. We forced him a copy of this on him. We did because even you were like, we did that. You got to take this because I bought him for a dollar a piece. I had several copies just to give away because I like this movie so much. I was like, people got to see this, and no one fucking knows about it. And it was you, Nachos, who brought this to my attention in the first place. And I remember we watching it. One, I did not see the end credits, and you were very much on board. So I'm just a little surprised by your whole thing. It ain't no Friday the 13th. It ain't no Nightmare on Nothing. It's not. But the fact that I would buy this movie just to give it away. And here's the thing. I am known for being super easy. The fact that I paid $30 for the fucking super duper glow-in-the-dark dick <laughs> fucking stamp Blu-ray. I go I think easy I'm... on movies here on this on this show. I tend to, if I like even a little bit, I'll give it a five or a six. Just because that part is fun enough. The Dorm like, that Drip Blood. It, it's worth watching. Yeah. I like that. Look, Barf Gargunkle. The one thing we didn't agree, or we agreed on that was terrible, was um, no, that any was never dope. go into the woods alone. Oh, Mardi Gras BK yeah. face can fuck off. But this one, honestly, I think it checks all the boxes. It's a it's a modern horror movie. It does fun stuff. Eleven it years draws old. Draws you in. It's got good kills. Don't get me wrong. It's slow. It's only eighty minutes, and it takes fifty minutes to get to the first kill. But I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. I'm gonna give it nine cheating sluts out of ten. Definitely checks right. that, that Hey, part. <laughs> you know what? Let me throw this at you real quick. Do you, do you, do you think this movie kind of has, like, jolly qualities to it? No, this is a very much, like, Americanized movie. Americanized jolly I mean, like, there's tits for days. Honestly, I mean... No, because the jolly 
they always allude to things that are kind of hiding in the shadows to do here, but you, you get those like off-screen kills and stuff, things that disappear, jump scares. That aren't really jump scares. Like the music happens and like somebody gets pulled away. There's nothing happening here. It takes 50 minutes that you get your first kill, and it's very much on screen and in your face. This is an American slash. Your face. Okay, I, I can't contribute anything more that'll be podcast-worthy. All right. Well, I, I kind of feel like it checks some of the boxes. Yes. Uh, just not not all day. This is neat, though. I like this. This is a good discussion because this is, I feel like, a kind of a polarizing movie. We got Dogmaster is kind of on the well, mid to low end of the spectrum. You're kind of midway to high, and then I'm, I'm bringing it pretty much to the top here. It's kind of losing me, actually. I mean, like, the character design of Babyface himself is fucking insane. And you did. when You said when we got here, you were like, man, I, I like this movie less than I thought I remember liking. I mean, real talk, uh, just to continue flapping my jaw, uh, the first half of the movie, Degrassi bullshit. Not even half. It's the first 50 minutes of an 80-minute movie. <laughs> I, so it, it's, it's two thirds of the fucking movie. All right, so it's like I always do this. It's like eating a foot long hot dog. So the first like seven bites, you're just like, this is just mediocre. And then you get to that last bit, and you're just like, it's like sucking my dick in reverse. See, I find that you have a hard time with it because, very hard other time. than the ridiculousness <laughs> that the bro dude party massacre brings. Oh, that's that trouble beginning level. premise is that's basically trouble. set up the same. There's this movie, gotta find it. It used to be shown, now it's not kind of thing. You know what, realistically... And then I... they obviously venture off into a different past with the crazy fucking comedy horror or, you know, your traditional horror. But Ooh. essentially, the premise is kind of there. Rage. Uh, so... Rage. Oh, listen to that. So, like, what... The dude who directed this movie, what else has he gone on to do? Or did we, we tackle that? We didn't that tackle that, yeah. That's um, uh, Dave Parker, who did oh. Bimbo, Movie Bash, The oh, Dead Reborn, no. and the Sweet Tooth opening segment for Tales of Halloween. All right, so I feel this dude is has potential. I'm, su- I'm surprised, but I'm just more intrigued by how we can all kind of be split on this. Because I really thought... Telling you about this movie, like when I hyped it up, when I hype it up to everybody, I expect everybody, my takeaway, to be as excited as I am. And when I took this away, me now, what I remember is I'm matching your excitement when you first introduced me to this movie. I think it's that. I guess hindsight is 2020, but I I am surprised. I am surprised. It doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I see it as being kind of built up as it, it started really good and then it just kind of went twist 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 goes nowhere like, eh, i don't know it, it could have been better like for me when it baby was done well it just could have been done better when when you see kincaid or con con, con right yeah. see kincaid and alive i liked that yeah. you face that was Jose. a neat surprise but not i mean you kind of expected it but when Babyface wasn't the mongoloid you expected it to be, right. and could like yeah. articulately talk, yeah. that threw me for a loop, and I yeah. love that. And that I did not expect. When it's good, it's good. When it's not, it, it it's like some. It just lacks CW. execution. I don't know. If that's and that's I didn't. I didn't. CW, did you guys CW expect kind of Alexa drama. to be the the lion whore bitch that she was? Because no, I did not. Kind of. Because the heroin thing threw me off. Logically, I I, I don't really know how you fake the whole detox thing. Don't get me wrong though; they fucking speed it up like kind of uh, crazy. In the delete uh, in the movie, uh, uh, I mean the 
the Blu-ray? Yes, there's a there's a deleted scene about that. Like uh, Loki, I think she's talking about how like she was smacking light. Could be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know that asshole. I just know that they fucking sped up like they fucking spend you know forty eight hours in the methadone clinic and they're like, all right, I'm out of here. Tell Betty Ford I'm sending a check. What? Ugh, Betty Ford. So ninety nine years old, still alive. No, but I'm just I'm just very interested that the three of us have very polarizing opinions on it. No one hates it. No. Fuck no. no There's no. But we go to we go to love it, that. like it to mediocre. I'm like waiting for that sequel though. Like it ish. Yeah. Yeah. Or a remake. I mean a prequel we actually See, we, we kinda it, got a prequel. I don't think it needs a prequel or remake. What I really think is that at the time right now, I was watching this and thinking to myself we are we are good for a proper sequel. You could speed it up and make Serena's baby old enough. But it, I mean, two thousand nine. It's been twelve years. You could, I mean, you could do enough to actually make like the you could age the actors naturally, like Alexa and Serena, and then you can just pick whatever baby and say like, Alexa, oh, it's been eighteen years. Age cream. We're we're just laughing <laughs> ourselves at this point. Let, let's let's right, bring some right. closure to this. Hey, at right. some point though. Uh, to go back into that, what you're talking about, yes. Cincinnati. So, um, talking about coming back, doing a prequel. Don't if if you did, do it like Steve and Mina did with Malevolence. Oh yeah, Bereavement and Killer. I love those. Even though those are fun. I didn't know there was a third one. Yeah, Killer. No shit. So maybe we go. Those are fun. Maybe go and do that. All right, know? Dogmaster. That, that's that. That's a good shout out. So I'm down with that. I'm just saying. Well, I like when they do stuff like that too. Like occasionally, they kind of throw stuff away, or not away, but like kind of bring it back. It's very off topic, but like on the same vein as that is like doesn't when, hurt when your Martin Bristol uh, looks exactly when the same Hell House LLC did their sequel, then their prequel. Yeah. Boys, that, I'd say let's save it for a mini episode. That was fun. I loved when Hell House LLC did that. You get your sequel. Tell you what, I and just your prequel. watched that recently. Uh, I'm not a big fan of. Found footage, Hell House, pretty fucking good. Oh yeah, so good. All right, ready to. We're gonna go ahead and kick this yeah. off. Love you, idiots. We've been flapping our jaws like end been... for the end. Uh, so uh, uh, next couple weeks we're gonna come back with uh, Night of the what? Uh, the Florpus. All right. So thanks for coming on, Dogmaster Dan. Really appreciate it. Love you guys. All right, love, love you too, too buddy. And always stay. stay-